Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner, the finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic. Consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. And what are we talking about tonight? I hate technology. <laughs> Computer completely locked up right before the show. They don't, it doesn't like me. It, it, it does not like me. It was the soundboard that completely locked up. The whole computer locked up. The whole thing. Yes. Well, it locked up. Well, that's a different story. Uh, it's too complicated. I know. Electronics do not like me. Mechanical things do not like me. Well, geez, that that just sums up everything, doesn't it? <laughs> Mechanical and electrical. So what else is there? <laughs> anyway, on Thursdays, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Brian is going to tell you what really happened in California last night. Yes, uh, one of our refineries blew up. Um, we never finished the News Behind the News uh, segment, so we're going to do so today. The Illegal Alien Invasion Report meets your favorite senator, Marco Rubio. Oh, I don't know. No, my friend, no. Then the war on Christianity continues, and what the hell is wrong with our youth? We will read what the lamestream media won't. You are, wait till, folks, wait till you hear what is going on across our country with our youth. It's, I, I just. The youths? I just, uh, all right. Anyway, anyway, there is a war on terror, Caesar, and we'll prove it if we get to it. Okay, Caesar, Caesar I'm, I'm sorry. Is anybody out there, does anybody out there not realize we're at war with Islam? Oh, by the way, I, I <laughs> When someone is uh, is, tell, is saying that, you know, don't call, we, we don't need to be calling them radical Islam and this, that, and the other thing, because that is Islam. There are those that adhere to it and those that don't. But those terrorists are really good Muslims. Yes, it's that screwed up. But keep listening to care. 
because one day they'll be coming for your head. All right, uh, let's get on with the pledge. Patriots, hand of a heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag? Get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Speaking of fuzzy buzzies and terrorism, a refinery was blown up last night, just like Susan said. Boom! I don't, we don't know if it's jihad or, you know, the Nazis, the eco-nuts. Well, the latest, I just took this little paragraph so you can uh, introduce it. The latest they're saying, if you read it, it says a filtration device was the, the source. So this is like the latest article on it. Yeah, okay. Like They told me they wouldn't know for six months. So they know right now? No. I don't think so. Something's wrong here. I don't believe them. All right, they're not going to know for up to six months, he said. I I watched him say it, as a matter of fact, on my computer. And uh, I'm not going to believe a thing they say right now. This is too convenient. Gas prices were too low. Uh, oil operations were shutting down. But people were driving more and buying more gas because it was cheaper. And, and then that really, I think, might have set off the Nazis. I don't know. It could have been an accident. But for them to call it an accident right now is disingenuous. From the beginning, I heard the news anchors go, accident. Well, how do you know it was an accident? We don't know that. Oh, news nowadays. It's just ridiculous. Uh, so it could be an accident. It could be fuzzy, muzzy jihad. It could be Nazis. Take your pick. Your Whatever flavor of nut. All right, this is from NBCLosAngeles.com. Hours after an explosion ripped through a Torrance refinery, residents for miles around continued to grapple with ash, a gas odor, and concerns over poor air quality, while inspectors confirmed that a filtration device was the source of the blast. And I'd still like to know how a filtration device would blow up. A smoke advisory was issued for areas near the ExxonMobil refinery due to Wednesday's morning explosion and fire. Uh, by the way, it's still burning. They have a flume stack that, in case of emergencies, burns off the the gas. and that's, So that's what's happening. All the gas is getting burned up. If you're wondering why the price of gas went up, that's why. And one, it's got to keep going up, too. <clears throat> this is why it was, it's just too convenient in timing. And then Sue said maybe it was to, because of the Exxon pipeline. Just got passed. Possible. Yeah, he's threatened to veto it though. Well, and you know what? Um, as what you're talking about, the gas prices. In this article, I didn't do the whole thing because you were going to debunk it anyway. Um, immediately, the local gas stations in that area in California immediately were told to go out and raise their prices five cents. Yes. That's bull. No, it isn't, because the commodity traders went, ow, and the supply went, <laughs> we only have a couple of refineries. That, that one just blew up. What do you think that's going to do for gas everywhere? Yeah. 
And it was a quick uh, response, obviously, by the market. That's why they had to raise it. Now, I guess that refinery might affect um, might affect California specifically more than anybody else. I don't know. Uh, I do know that our prices went up here in Montana. So your guess is as good as mine, but I can tell you one thing. We don't have enough refineries, and now one's shut down. I That means gas prices got to go up. Now, is this all this commodities crap? Is it because of Keynesian economics? Well, all these artificial bubbles and et cetera. <clears throat> yes, that, that would be all part of the Keynesian economics. Uh, as far as uh, energy, the prices reacting so quickly, that has to do with, again, the market reacting quickly because it's a commodity. It's traded on a commodity market. I know. I think it should be removed from the commodity market myself, but um, who am I to say? I do know that uh, this is going to be going on for a while. It's not going to be up and running again tomorrow. Okay, so really quick before you go to the news behind the dunes, i got to get up our little button to push. If this was the Austrian School of Economics and this happened, would it, the market react the way it did? Yes, a free market would react just just the same. Uh, well, not probably. It probably wouldn't happen so fast. Would be more gradual because it, it's about a change in people's behavior, and that takes a little more than five seconds to ha- to bring about. So, <clears throat> but yeah, there would be a natural uh, supply and demand problem because now there's no supply. But if we build more refineries, we wouldn't have this problem. But nobody wants a refinery near them, so. I want one of those rigs up here on the mountain on my property. An oil pump? Yeah, I do. Or natural gas, too. Yeah. yeah. Put some natural gas through my property. Pay me for it. Go for it. <laughs> well, we don't have anything like that. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I would have no problems with this stuff. Because guess what? I'm going to be monitoring it. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't want a gas refinery right here, but that would be a little ridiculous. <laughs> We're in the middle of no, national I'm forest. No, ta- but I'm talking about the people supposedly protesting that the pipeline, the Keystone, goes through part uh, of their property. Supposedly. Air fingers quotes, says I. It, it has a pr- the proposal for Nebraska to change the route of the pipeline. Nebraska is the one with the problem. Uh, so there's really no issue. I have no idea why they're going to court about it. that says, or it gives the Nebraskans the option to reroute it. Really, it should have been all about the states to begin with, because the national government has no say what goes on inside a state. That pipeline goes through their property. It's their state. And yeah, even the federal lands inside are really theirs. They they threw a federal label on it, and they they use it to control us, but it's really state land. And again, when we get back to the Constitution, poof, state land. All right. You have a button to push. I do. Ready? By the way, there were, uh, there was no deaths. Only minor injuries were reported. So that's good news. Push the button. Now have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and 
the press. Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress, and the rest of us are jogging from depression? Now, has it ever once occurred to you, or ever crossed your mind, that the problems of this nation are created by design? That no matter what they tell you, there's another bottom line intertwined between the patterns of deception. Since our eyes were first opened and our ears began to hear, they've been herding us like cattle through our fantasies and fears. They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind, and by changing subtle meanings to the words between the lines, it's the news behind the news. Okay, thank you, Carl Clang Clang with the K.com. Of course, it means it's time for the news behind the news. This one's going to be a good one. Just so everyone knows out there, folks, he does a cold show, so he never knows what he's going to get. He's surprised just like you. Yeah, I find it much, much better show that way. Because most talk show hosts, they actually, they put the shows together with the producer. I, know I mean, what they, they do. know everything that's going on. <laughs> I, I know. But see, you like to fly by the seat of your pants. I find it makes for a better show. You're adventurous. And he trusts me. <laughs> wow. All right. All that for the news behind the news. All right. <clears throat> From Fox News. A teenage female suicide bomber blew herself up at a crowded bus station in northeast Nigeria on Sunday. For those that don't know where Nigeria is, it's on the continent of Africa. I know you would think by listening to people, Africa was a country, but it's not. Anyway, so they killed at least 16. She killed at least 16 and wounded 30 others. Okay, two things real quick. The news behind this news. We should have given her a job. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. If she had a job, she wouldn't have had the spare time to blow herself up. I know. 16 years old and a female. Hey, wait a minute. How do we know who's a terrorist and who is not? It's a teen- teenager, not 16. Oh, sorry. Teenager. Well, I, I was leading to 16. That could be 16. 19. 16 killed. That's what I was thinking of. But but we should have given yeah. her a job. We should have had Valerie Jarrett It and would have never happened if one. she only had a job. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's going to start happening over here because all oh, there's a whole bunch of people that don't have jobs. Maybe we should get them jobs before they blow themselves up. You know, one caller into, I think it was Sean Hannity's show today, or was it last night? I don't think it was, oh yeah, it was. It was on Michael Savage last night. He said, Yo, oh, I guess um, all the unemployed here in the United States has to go join ISIS for Obama to have jobs for them. There you go. See, they, see? there is a job for them. ISIS is hiring. Those lazy people on unemployment, why don't they go, they can go to work for ISIS. <laughs> This is so ridiculous. Someone's going to tune in on this and actually believe that. <clears throat> and again, how do we know who's a terrorist? This is a teenage female. I don't, I don't know. But was she a muzzy? I don't see muzzy there. Something tells me. People that blow themselves up in that area called Africa, uh, they're going to be Muslims. Because, well, they had a heavy control of Africa. We didn't really care, <laughs> Europeans back then. Uh, so, yeah, they went, when they conquered the Middle East, they conquered it to North Africa. And uh, that's what, you know, Yemen and all that stuff is. 
But if you go back to our history when, oh, by the way, that's right, they're part of our history. I forgot. You're right. Oh, you are so right, Obama. Not the way you said, though. They didn't build squat. They didn't come here at all. It's a record of any Muslims being in the United States. The only thing we had to do with Muslims was go kill them because they were muzzy pirates, terrorists back then as well. And it was a four-year war. And please, Jefferson sent the fleet a month before he even told Congress. And he didn't ask for their permission, he just told them. And Congress still did not declare war. They only authorized the use of force. That's right. And that was a four-year war. Ground war. Boots on the ground. You bet. Ended in Tripoli. The Marines. That's what we had back then. The Navy and the Marines, which is part of the Navy, because that's the only constitutional branch of government to, well, have a standing of. In other words, full-time. Army's not supposed to be a standing army because an army is too easily turned on the populace. And uh, framers didn't want that. So they said no standing army. And conscription is unconstitutional. Yes, thanks to the 13th Amendment, which made involuntary servitude against the law. I hate to break it to you, but the draft is involuntary servitude. Asked all the people that were drafted for Vietnam if they wanted to go. So I guess the parents of the teenage female suicide bomber who blew herself up is going to petition the Obama administration for reparations because they didn't give her a job. I don't know. All I know is it's not enough that we unconstitutionally throw money overseas. Uh, We're not allowed to spend money overseas for anybody. And uh, and all the the things around here that are nothing more than, than charity. Disaster aid to the states is charity. That's that's usually insurance and charity takes care of that, not government. Well, the national government doesn't have the power to do it at all. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's go along to the teenage mutant female suicide bomber. Most of the victims were children who had either been selling peanuts or begging for money at the time of the explosion, said witnesses. Yeah, they peanuts like grow wild there. The girl managed to get through the security check at the entrance of the bus station in Damaturu, the capital of Yobi State, and detonated herself at 1 p.m. local time. It was an eyesore looking at the scene, which is littered with chopped flesh and battered bodies of victims, said Hassan Umar. About 16 bodies were evacuated from the scene, while over 30 persons were injured. Most casualties were children hawking sachets of water and peanuts. Some were begging for alms. Alms for the poor. The suicide bomber was a teenager, said Umar, who saw her remains. The girl that carried out the suicide should be around 16 years old because her face was a bit matured, said Hassan. At least eight of the bodies were taken to the mortuary at Damatoro Specialist Hospital. And that specialist said, who spoke to the Association Press on phone, the worker insisted on anonymity because he is not authorized to speak to the press. No one has yet claimed responsibility for the bombing, but it fits the pattern of violence from Boko Haram, which is 
You guessed it. Muslim. I know nobody. Susan said she didn't know that. I thought everybody knew that. Boko Haram or Fuzzy Muzzies. Nigeria's homegrown. There, well, they're going to say it. Nigeria's homegrown Islamic extremist group. No, it just they're just Muzzies. They're not an Islamist extremist. Stop, stop doing that. The, they are actually adhering to their religion. They are doing what Muhammad commands of Muzzies. The ones that aren't following their religion, that call themselves Muslims, it's because they're not following it. The religion teaches the jihad, the violence, the killing, the decapitating, the stoning, all of it, all that brutality you see ISIS doing over there. That's all from the fuzzy muzzy himself, Mohammed. It is not a religion. It is a cult. That's total purpose is global domination. Now, back to the girl. Uh... Blah, 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 blah. The worker assisted, blah, blah, blah. No one has yet claimed, blah, blah, blah. Boko Haram, blah, blah, blah. Nigerians, home Islamic extremist group. No, that's, they're just muzzies. Uh, that caused an estimated 10,000 deaths last year. This is the first suicide bombing at Damaturu. It says it's a question. I don't know. It's not a question. Uh, the capital of Yobi State. The city of about 90,000 people in northeastern Nigeria has suffered several attacks by Boko Haram in past three years. On December the 1st, Boko Haram attempted to seize Damaturu, but was repelled after a heated battle with soldiers that resulted in the deaths of many civilians, soldiers, and insurgents. they're, They're insurgents now. Stop giving them new names. They're terrorists. The fuzzy muzzies and they're terrorists. Which goes without saying. Islam itself is uses terror. They use fear and terror as a tool. They're the people of peace. No, they're the religion of pieces. As in, I'm going to chop you into pieces. Oh, by the way, they keep telling me that they behead people. They're not beheading people. They're cutting off their heads, not chopping them off. There's no axeman's axe to take it off for one shot or the guillotine or a scimitar. Uh, No, they take a knife and they cut it off while they're alive. That's let's let's tell the brutality the way it is, and I do not encourage you to go look at the videos of them doing this. It's disgusting. You'll be scarred for life. There's no reason for you to see that. All right. So, did we do the news behind that news? That fuzzy muzzies are blowing people up in Africa. Yeah. Yeah, I think we covered it. Good. Okay, this was from the ass. Oceated Press. For all those who may have wondered if President Caesar Brockus Obaminus is the Antichrist mentioned in the Bible, a U.S. newspaper is now clarifying the issue. Uh, really? We're going to go down that road? <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. 
The Lexington Dispatch in North Carolina has reportedly printed a correction to a reader's letter. The correction reads, Boyd Thomas's letter Saturday contained an error in the headline, He Does Not Believe President Caesar Barack Obama Is the Antichrist, Who Will Come After Seven Kings, According to Revelation. He thinks Obama could be the seventh king. The correction references Thomas's letter to the editor published on February 6th. The dispatch's original title for the letter was, Is Obama the Antichrist? But the online headline has been amended to ask, Is Obama the seventh king? Good for them for going there. Really? Anything Th- we can throw at this guy. He, look, it's, there's evil in the world. It's coming back. This is from a letter to the editor. I know, but they, but they're still publishing it. There, there's people out. There's people screaming at this newspaper for this, and they still did it anyway. Thomas's letter actually includes a mention of the word Antichrist, as he wrote, "Who and what is Barackus Obamanus?" That's me, of course. Obamanus claims nobody can stop him or change anything he's done. This evil must come to pass before the Lord's return and the rise of the Antichrist. But you better know what evil you're dealing with. Nobody is promised another minute of life upon this earth, and judgment comes at the time of your death. Many support and stand behind Obamanus no matter what he does. All these people will stand with Obamanus in judgment also. Christ promises to spew every lukewarm soul out of his mouth. This means very few will enter heaven, because they show no faith by fighting against the sins of this world daily. On Friday, the Houston Chronicle called the dispatch's correction one of the nuttiest corrections of the year thus far. Did they win an award? (laughs) Good for them. The correction is getting plenty of reaction online, including, well, we darn sure dodged a bullet there. Part of my brain may have exploded by reading that correction. And, well, I guess we could all call off the Secret Service detail. Ironically, I have no idea why they'd print that. This sounds stupid. Ironically, the night Obamanus was first elected president in November 2008, the three-digit winning lottery number in Illinois, the state in which Obama resided at the time he was running, was 666, a figure which the Book of Revelations in the New Testament calls the number of the beast. And so does a song by Iron Maiden. <laughs> well, what's that news behind that news? <laughs> People are starting to wake up to the fact that evil is just coming out of everything and everywhere. And you're getting more and more talk show hosts to say that too, Brian. Why am I getting them? Because to you that? started it. I I may have said it first. I may have started, but what has it have to do with me? If anything, it would have to do with my listeners more than me. Yeah, I know. So it swears that their producers or maybe even the hosts listen to our radio show. I don't know, but if if you are welcome, I don't care. Yes, and he's not an old man taking his medications. He's actually quite young, but he's a chronic illness. So, just a, a little correction there. <laughs> Uh, okay. For for the person that isn't listening? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a backbencher anyway. From the Communist News Network, 
The Justice Department is preparing to bring a lawsuit against the Ferguson, Missouri Police Department over a pattern of racially discriminatory tactics used by officers. If the police department does not agree to make changes on its own, sources tell CNN. They're not going to let it go, and this is how they're going to get to have control of our local police department. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, this is nonsense. Uh, This is really ridiculous nonsense. I don't know how Sharpton and Jackson are keeping these people ginned up for so long. Uh, but I, I know this, this. This is nothing. This this is someone with money paying for attorneys. People don't have to do anything except show up to court. We're paying for it. The Justice Department is going after them. We, the people, are paying to sue our own citizens in compliance with the federal government's regulations. Yes, but That's I was talking the about the lawsuit. The lawsuit is from the Justice Department. They're suing Ferguson. Okay. They can't, you just read it. They also can't, but they can't sue without some, some of the citizens behind them, right? You have no standing in, in court unless people of standing show up. The government doesn't have standing. Oh, I forgot. It's the unconstitutional federal t- Exactly. Why, why am I trying to act like anything in there then anybody follows the law or the rules? Yeah, because it says the first sentence, the Justice Department is preparing to bring a lawsuit well, against Ferguson. See, that's a typo. It's supposed to be the injustice department. <laughs> Sorry. If the po- if police department does not agree to make changes on its own, screw you, Holder. You should be in jail. Coming from the man who dropped the charges against the new Black Panther criminals that were already convicted when he was appointed and they were awaiting sentencing and he dropped all charges. How could you even do that? I mean, I could see, all right, well, they're not going to go for any punishment. But no, no, they dropped it. It, it. How do you drop something that's already been decided? They were they were pronounced guilty. They were waiting sentencing. That's it. How could he? How could the, a judge lo- allow that to happen? I'm a, uh, no, I'm afraid it's too late for that. They've been convicted. You can't just wave a magic wand and make it go away. But lo and behold, that's what happened. Now, if that were two white folk. Hmm. I wonder what would happen to them. Uh, we'd never see them again. That would be it. They they'd put them under the prison and be gone. But black people, we let them go. Especially King Shabir Shabazz Shabubu, who wants to kill himself a cracker, kill himself some cracker babies. He wants. He says he has to. All black people have to kill cracker. Uh, that guy, I, it's, there's more than one rant by him you, you can find on the internet, and he's saying the same thing all the time. And uh, so the, the Injustice Department, of course, let them go. Who was the who were the people that fought against the Justice League? The evil guys. I forgot what they were called. I don't know. The League of Doom, I think it was. That's That's what Holder's administration is. The League of Doom. All right. Uh, so anyway, let's get back to the Communist News Network here. Attorney General Eric Holder said this week he expects to announce the results of the department's investigation of the shooting death of Michael Brown 
and a broader probe of the Ferguson Police Department before he leaves office in the coming weeks. Okay, this is why we... He might not be going anywhere, because right now they're not appointing his replacement. And this is why we are urging... They shouldn't. Urging everyone to take back their states, because if if their states went back to the Constitution and the state Constitution, the governor would say, guess what? You don't get to come in here and investigate anything. The federal government has nothing to do in my state. Run along. This really, really chafes me. Because we are allowing ourselves to be railroaded and herded like cattle in each individual state. And no one is standing up for their citizens. Right. Because we've all come to accept it. And they've come to accept it. They're all politicians. They're all kind of winking and nodding on it once they get elected. You know, they start learning the real deal about how this game is played. You see. It's all a game to them. They don't realize that they're working feverishly for their own slavery. Brown's shooting death at the hands of Officer Darren Wilson has thrust Ferguson into the center of a nationwide debate over police tactics and race relations. Yeah, it it should have noted that there should have never been a grand jury convened to decide whether or not to bring charges against the officer who did absolutely nothing wrong. It was clear The evidence was overwhelming. There was no reason to put the man through that in the first place. But they did because of these, uh, oh, uh, protesters. We'll call them protesters. I call them riding thugs. Uh, But, yeah, so they capitulated. And they still weren't happy because they didn't get the answer they wanted. Just like in the uh, white Hispanic case there with uh, Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was a punk who brought a fist to a gunfight. And he should have been shot dead. And with that said, I'll tell you more about how I feel about that on the other side. This is your Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. The Terry O'Brien Show. The Terry O'Brien Show airs live in vivid red, white, and blue. Sundays, 4 to 6 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. I think that most liberals are well-intentioned but misguided. They're like children who have the luxury of believing in the political equivalent of the tooth fairy. They need some tough love. They need a big old healthy dose of common sense and information. And when they get it, the smart ones will become conservative. Strap in for the wild ride with America's original conservative warrior princess. Support the uncooperative radio show and earn extra money at the same time. All for only $5 one time. Unleash an unstoppable flood of $5 payments paid instantly to you directly to your account. Visit this website for all the details. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash UR. And that's all small letters, guys. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash UR. The Auto Cash Robot just launched worldwide. Receive multiple $5 payments over and over and over again, paid instantly and directly to you. www.thegenesisteam.com forward slash you are 
And again, make sure all lowercase letters in that website address. TheGenesisTeam.com forward slash UR. Go there now. You'll be glad you did. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Obamacare, good for you, good for America A while back, Martha was always complaining about all her aches and pains But when we got Obamacare, all that changed As soon as the government rationed her care, she went pretty quick If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Uncooperative radio show merchandise is now available at cafepress.com forward slash uncooperative radio. At this wonderful site, you will find hats, T-shirts, coffee mugs, and bumper stickers, and much, much more. Merchandise slogans include, I am an uncooperative citizen, become an uncooperative citizen, I am an uncooperative citizen and damn proud of it, and the Constitution is the solution. So visit cafepress.com forward slash uncooperative radio today and become an uncooperative citizen. That's cafepress.com forward slash uncooperative radio. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. All right, Brown, back to uh, com- you believe it, Ferguson, and uh, the idiot who brought his body to a gunfight. Again, fist to a gunfight. It just doesn't work. 
Brown shooting that at the hands of Officer Darren Wilson was has thrust Ferguson into the center of a nationwide debate. I haven't heard any debate. I've heard a lot of screaming, rioting, destruction of private property, theft of private property, uh, those kind of things, people getting hurt, people getting killed. But not a whole lot of debate. All I hear is no peace until justice, but what they want is justice. What they want is revenge. They don't want justice. Frankly, if I was Officer Darren Wilson, I would sue the police department, the town of Ferguson, and the residents of Ferguson because he's never going to be able to work as a police officer again. Who's going to hire him? It, it's, it's just it's a mess. This should never happened to him. He was assaulted first. Uh, that matters. I don't advise you doing that. Don't spit at police officers because that's assault too. Heck, my advice is don't talk to police officers, frankly. But this is this was uncalled for. This man, this man should counter sue. If you're out there and you're an attorney, this guy needs attorneys because he's got a case. He can't, he can't. He lost his career for following protocol for doing everything the way you're supposed to do it. And they're not done with him. His name is going to be worthless when he gets out the other side of this. Anyway, the Justice Department, Injustice Department, is expected to announce it won't charge Wilson for the shooting, but, oh, it, you know what this reminds me of? Marbury v. Madison. We, we have no authority to hear this case, but while we're here, the Injustice Department is expected to announce it won't, but it's also expected to outline findings that allege a pattern of discriminatory tactics used by the Ferguson police. Uh, what, what would that be? Self-defense? Now, I've worked in ghettos. I know the, what goes on, and I know the deal. And you should understand, you're a little bit, you're a little bit more reactive as an officer in a ghetto full of criminals, because it's a high a crime area. I mean, there's just boatloads of criminals uh, well, thanks to the drug war. If we got rid of the drug war, most of that would be gone. But, you know, we got to we got to fight the evil drugs. Even if we're not really fighting it, we're just giving government more power over us and, and the ability to piss off our neighbors south of the border so that we don't have any friends. If they don't agree to review and revo- revise those tactics, sources say, the Injustice Department would sue to force changes in the department. Asked to comment, Ferguson Police Chief Thomas Jackson told Communist News Network's Sarah Seidner, I have received nothing new. Everything they suggested in the past has been reasonable and we have tried to comply. Among the issues expected to be part of the Injustice Department's lawsuit are allegations made in a recent lawsuit filed by a group of low-income people who claimed officers in Ferguson and nearby Jennings targeted minorities with minor traffic infractions and then jailed them when they couldn't pay fines. The Justice Department, Injustice Department action 
would ask for court supervision of changes at the Ferguson Police Department to improve how police deal with the minority communities they are supposed to protect. How about how about to the majority communities they're supposed to protect? Holder hinted at plans to announce the outcome of the dual investigations during an appearance at the National Press Club on Tuesday. Ah, how sweet. I think everybody will see when we announce our results that the process that we have engaged in is, as I said, back at the time when I went to Ferguson, independent, thorough, and based on all the facts, he said, and I'm confident that the people will be satisfied with the results that will be announced. This is just simply marvelous. Courts in charge of the police. They're not only making law, now they're going to get to enforce the law that they made illegally. This is amazing how the courts think they have jurisdiction here. Well, the federal courts have no jurisdiction in this matter whatsoever. I defied you to find Article 3, Section 2, where the courts have any jurisdiction here at all. No, just because you believe it to be true doesn't make it true. Trust me, I know what the Constitution means. All right, um, and you shouldn't trust me. You should go to PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, U.S. History, the Founding Fathers, the Framers, just the facts. No politics. Go find out what the Constitution really means. Out of the words of those who created it. And then you too will know what the Constitution means. Because, no, you can't understand the Constitution by just reading it. It is not made for the common man to read. It was meant for the common man in 1789 to read, uh, where most people understood most of the legalese involved. In fact, most people of education studied the law. But, no, that had to go to the Committee of Style to, for the words to be put together and make sure it was all legal and crystal clear. The words change over, meaning of words change over time. You cannot just read it, and it's got some minefields in it just waiting for you to step into it. That you can't understand without context, and, without, and that's what the point of PatriotsPub.us is. It puts it in context so you can understand why they did what they did. Anyway, the press club. What, what, what good is the press? They might as well just keep, everywhere they go, it's like the press club. They're always having, always having a good time, don't you think? It's like, oh, let's have a few beers. We're not actually going to tell them anything you don't want us to tell them. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm sorry, we don't have the protection of the press any longer. They work for the home team now. They work for the government, not us. They're part of the globalist socialist agenda that's why all rich people are all people of any power over anything important are all part of it well because either they are part of it or they've been invited to be part of it and they didn't tell us about it which well it's kind of telling but i know someone has to push another button i do have to push a button then push the button Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. 
can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. Okay, thank you, call Clang, Clang with a K.com. And of course, that means it's time for the Legal Alien Invasion Report. Meets Marco Rubio. From ReviewJournal.com. During a visit to Las Vegas, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio suggested Wednesday that Congress should pass a bill to fund the Department of Homeland Security without conditions especially stepping back from a battle with the president, Caesar Barack Obama, over his executive actions on immigration. You know, every time he tries to make a comeback, he steps right back into it, doesn't he? But don't worry, Marco Rubio, you don't fool me. I don't care what you say, you're a politician. You'll say whatever it takes. That's all, that's all about as you are not a conservative. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you this, Marco Rubio is not a conservative. He's no more conservative than John McCain's a conservative. Man, I can't, I, man, I can't stand this guy. It's just swarmy. So uh, why should we do that? Why should why why should we try to do something to stop him from doing things that are unconstitutional? That means illegal. That means cannot stand. Why are they allowing him to continue to do it? Why would Marco Rubio say, oh, no, no, we need to back off on him giving amnesty to 10 million people here by basically forging immigration papers? Forging because he doesn't have the power to do any of this. This is supposedly the power of Congress, which it isn't either. It's the power of the states. That's a long story. That, but you've been lied to. Just remember that everything that you accepted for our government is wrong. It's unconstitutional, it's illegal, and it's toxic. So uh, I figure, see, that's how I can tell a politician. He's, oh, he comes out with the heartfelt. I thought it was a good idea. I made a mistake. I got sucked in. Oh, blah, blah. Oh, baloney. I heard you. I heard what you said while you were defending your what is it committee of five again <laughs> like committee five uh I, I i don't really know what his problem is but he's back at it again now he says uh don't don't stop the president from stopping deportation of illegal aliens and instead giving him social security numbers i don't think we should put that in a bill why not marco tell us all about it how you're not on the side of the illegal alien one more time you are full of crap, and you're tripping over your skin color. The Republican president, where was I anyway? The possible, no, he's, he's better not be, no. The possible Republican presidential candidate and national security said national security is too important to hold up funding, although he disagrees with Obama's moves to go around Congress to halt deportation of up to 5 million undocumented immigrants, of which he's already given 5 million undocumented immigrants under the DREAM Act amnesty as well. We're working on 10 million now. Obama's order would let immigrants, illegal aliens, 
here illegally, get work permits, collect Social Security and Medicare, and gain tax credits as well. We we have to fund Homeland Security, Rubio said at a brief news conference. We can't let Homeland Security shut down. I have a question for you. What did we ever do before the existence of the Department of Homeland Security? I'm curious. We live uh, hundreds of years without it. And suddenly we can't live without it. No, Marco Rubio wants the amnesty. Oh, see, you can't get it with the legislation now. So act like, oh, I was wrong. I would never do that again. I understand now we need a clean bill, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll pull nut, pull garbage like this. He's a politician. And he's ineligible to be president of, or vice president of the United States of America. He was born here of two immigrants, not citizens. Neither one was a citizen. If not for the total misapplication of the 14th Amendment, he wouldn't even be a citizen. He's about as far from a natural-born citizen as you can get. He should have been naturalized with his parents. That's how it's supposed to work. No, I don't really care about that nonsense up there. It's all unconstitutional. We never gave the power of immigration to the national government. There's been no amendment. It still resides with the states. And you may think that's stupid. doesn't matter what you think. That's the law. Do you want the rule of law, the rule of man? Do you want, oh, it doesn't sound right to me to be the answer, or no matter how much we don't like it, that's the fact. Because I'm going to tell you the facts, whether you like it or not. So this this guy... This guy needs Florida should fire him, frankly. Rubio is from Florida, noted that Obamanis has threatened to veto any bill that would reverse his executive actions on immigration, including the measure to pay for Homeland Security. So good, let him. Let him be the one to say no to funding Homeland Security. Let him explain to the people that we're defunding his unconstitutional executive actions. Let him, go ahead, let him do it. Let, the people, let them... Let him show his disdain for the American people. The American people are woken up to some of this nonsense now, and he will be shown for what he is. Let the battle begin and stop listening to progs with an R after their name, like Rubio. Sorry, you just made it from Tea Party candidate to commie. Good, good luck. You're heading in the wrong direction, Rubio. Uh, he suggests, uh, oh wait, uh, also the Senate doesn't have enough votes to pass a bill that ties the two issues together, Rubio said. Oh well. He suggests that Congress needs to pass a clean Homeland Security funding bill, although he stopped short of calling for such a move. I say, you need to, uh, rate in the president so you should be funding squat. You should unfund that whole thing. And with that said... We have to go to a break. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. I'm 
Stuart Shepard, this is Stoplight. If you change a light bulb, you get a new light. If you change a tire, you get a new tire. If you change a baby, you keep the baby, you get a new diaper. Right? That's right. But now you can apparently run for president without knowing how to make change. You understand that in this election, the greatest risk we can take is to try the same old politics with the same old players and expect a different result. The change we need doesn't come from Washington. Change comes to Washington. Leon Panetta, Obama's pick for CIA, was chief of staff under Bill Clinton. The same old politics. Rahm Emanuel, Obama's chief of staff, was a senior advisor under Bill Clinton. With the same old players. Robert Reich, one of Obama's economy gurus, was secretary of labor under Bill Clinton. The same old politics. Eric Holder, Obama's pick for attorney general, was deputy attorney general under bill clinton carol browner obama's global warming guru ran the epa under bill clinton susan rice obama's pick for the u.n was an assistant secretary of state under bill clinton the same old politics with the same old players ironically one person who did not have any truly official position in the clinton administration is obama's pick for secretary of state hillary clinton i can't wait to see what hope means You, you keep the baby and you get a new diaper. I sound like Mr. Radio Guy. Does that sound bad to you? Yeah? Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blast. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCU. Sounds like Democrats have bamboozled blacks. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrat. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> If you've been successful, you don't you didn't get there on your own. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hardworking people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. The Internet didn't get invented on its own. Government research created the Internet so then all the companies could make money off the Internet. As president, I expect to be judged and should be judged by the results of this program. 
Breaking news, the uh, May jobs report just came out and the numbers are not good. So the unemployment rate went up. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Government payrolls down 13,000, construction down 28,000. 300,000 more long-term unemployed. The U.S. saw the smallest increase in jobs in a year. Any way you slice it, uh, looks like last summer all over again. Practically nothing about this report that was positive. Well, this is Obama's economy. That's fine. Give it to me. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. We are talking about Marco Rubio and how his political career should be over at his young age to be this political, this much of a finger-in-the-wind kind of politician, uh, just in, right on the coattails of John McCain. I say no to Rubio. Anyway, you're not going to get anyone to vote for him for president because, well, there's this problem, but there's a constitutional problem. He's not a natural-born citizen. Constitutionalists will not vote for someone who is ineligible to be president no matter what. So instead of getting on our case, why don't we work to get some candidates up there that are actually eligible to be president of the United States? No, can't use Jindal, can't do Mia Love, can't do Rubio, can't do Cruz. All of them are not natural-born citizens. And by the way, we need people in the House of Representatives and the Senate too, you know. Why are you always poaching from there? You want to lose seats? So what happens? They can't be running for two seats at once. They can't hold two seats at once either. So, yeah, stop poaching. You know, this is why I like that doctor no matter what. I don't care. I just want to say that someone elected president that has never been a politician before. That from the private sector, a regular guy. I, that's what I would like to see. A smart guy like him, a, a knowledgeable guy ben like him. Yeah, I wasn't going to say his name, but thanks. You know but what? I oh. would vote for Ben Carson just for these reasons. I don't really care. I don't want to hear. No, I don't really care what your argument is. Uh, again, non-starters with Cruz and the rest of them that are not natural-born citizens. Uh, I don't know who you're going to pick, really. You know, because I do know one thing. Rudy Giuliani told me who not to vote for. Yes, he did today. Yes, he did. He said, uh, "Well, oh, yours." I said, uh, "The Krispy Kremes." Oh, he didn't say that. He said, "The Krispy Kremes and the Bushes and the uh, Walker, Walker and Walker could win the nomination." He put those three people down as people he thinks that could win the nomination. It would be good. All of them are progs. I wasn't sure about Walker, but after he said that, it was over. Rudy Giuliani was only a Republican in New York City. Once he left New York City, his R would kind of just turned upside down. Right? He's a, he's a, he's more of a Dem. He still calls himself an R. He's an elitist R. He's a progressive. Those elites are elitist socialists. That's why they're called progressive. That's what a progressive is. Elitist socialist. And that's what those jackasses are in the Republican Party. They're the right wing of the Republican progressive movement see they're all in it together one party vote republicrat 
You but know you what? keep doing the RD thing. All you, you see any difference? Got yeah. the R's back in power. Big deal. Who gave us Department of Homeland Security? The R's. Oh, the R's. As well as numerous other expansions of government under Bush. All R's, all progs. You can call them neocons. They're progs. They're progressives. They all want to take us to global socialism. You know what? I would love to have, like, say, all right, I'm going to go, like, way off a limb. If you were, if, if a true constitutionalist like you was put in the White House and they had to go in the Oval Office and have the talk from the other president, I would love to be a fly on the wall because if that was you, you would say, um, excuse me, sir, you have nothing to say to me because you don't believe in the Constitution. I'm not going to do anything, and I'm going to unravel everything you did. Have a nice day. Well, there'd be no reason to talk to him. The people, the bureaucrats who stay election after election knows what's going on, they'll inform me. I'm president. I don't need to talk to him. He would not. I would not be talking to him with the White House. That conversation wouldn't even happen because it'd be a non-starter. I'm not gonna. I have no interest in meeting you or shaking your hands unless it's to put uh, bracelets on your wrists, of which I would work towards. By the way, as far as I'm concerned, him and his ilk should be tossed by bars. Yep. Yes, they should. And uh, there is a compelling argument for it too. But first, let's get him out of office. Do you, you know, no one but presidents have ever been impeached. You know, they've been threatened impeachment of judges, but it's never been done. We can impeach all federal employees, including judges that federal judges serve for life only in while they are in good behavior, while they hold the position in good behavior, constantly t- coming up with different definitions of what the Constitution means. That is not good behavior, regardless of what you think. Both sides can't be right. Do you see the problem? How could you trust that court when one side says one thing and the other side says the other? They, they, the Constitution doesn't have two meanings. That's a dead giveaway that they're messing around with it, right? You can figure, you can say whatever you want, which side is messing around with it, I don't care. It's just a fact of the matter is it does, which is why the Supreme Court was never given the power to be the watchdog of the federal government. Never the state governments are the watchdog of the national government. And we are the watchdogs of the local and state governments. And that's how it's supposed to work. Notice the Supreme Court wasn't in that line of uh, chain of command there. That's because they're not in the chain of command. They're advisors. They're, they're advisors and they deal with foreign legal matters. Uh, everything in Article 3, Section 2. And only what is in Article 3, Section 2. Oh, another telling thing. This you can actually just read. It says when there's a dispute between the national government and the state, the Supreme Court shall have original jurisdiction. That means you go right to the Supreme Court. There are no lower courts. The federal government, the, the national, the state government doesn't answer to the national government. They don't answer to the federal courts. The federal courts are not the boss of the states. Even though Holder's trying to make them the boss of a town, a police department. How that, the next step, judges now taking over the police? That's a conflict of interest, number one, because they're both on the same side, supposedly. Supposedly, I say that with great trepidation. 
All right. Um, he says it has to be a clean bill. We got to pass a clean bill. Uh, why? Why did you vote for the CR Rubio, the the monster CR, the CR that went past January, February, all the way to September of the following year? Why did you fund everything Obama's doing? Why would you give up the power of the purse over the president? But the Republicans did at the behest of the Republican leader. Uh, anyway, uh, Rubio's comments came after an hour of signing copies of his book. <laughs> there we go. Uh, American Dreams, Restoring Economic Opportunity for Everyone. He just got there. He wrote a book. Isn't that amazing? He's he's doing all of the right things. He's he's getting involved in all the right legislation. He's brushing elbows with all the same people, you know. And uh, he's wrote a book. You can, now you can American dreams versus dreams of my father. Let's have let's have book wars. More than one hundred people, supposed mostly supporters, lined up at Barnes and Noble bookstore on North Rainbow Boulevard. Several pro-immigration activists at the book signing politely confronted Rubio, asking why he doesn't support letting young immigrants stay in the United States permanently without fear of deportation. Because. That's against the law. The activists included Astrid Silva, who has met with Obamanus at the White House and has mentioned in his State of the Union address, and Laura Martin, a spokeswoman for the Progressive Leadership Alliance of Nevada. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's just Nevada commie style. Uh, Rubio said he does support young immigrants, but believes there should be a long-term legislative solution instead of allowing Obamanists to protect them temporarily by using his executive powers. He doesn't have these powers. See how he accepts it? He doesn't have this power. that's That's what I don't understand. I don't understand why they're allowing him to do this. I mean, they took an oath, too, to uphold the Constitution. So they're violating their oath as well. Okay. Um, this is, I, I don't know. The meter's working. I know. The timer's working. I know. What's not working? Everything else. Uh, all the 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 board work. You, you really got to stop doing other things in the background. I wasn't doing anything on what, the background. What do you call that? That was just up. I wasn't it, doing it. That's doing it. It's up. I don't know what's in these things that you copy and paste, but you sometimes paste code and it can cause problems. So don't have a bunch of LibreOffice windows open. The computer needs to focus on one job when it's doing it, nothing else, and I warned you about this. Anyway, back to the progressives. Um, you, you can do it by passing a law, Rubio told Martin after citing her book. You can't just do it by executive order. You should read my book. It talks about how we can do it. Aha! We should read his book, too. How he, how we can do it. This is how we can do it. This is how we can get amnesty. Well, I'm saying I'm not for amnesty. Isn't he a lying, two-faced piece of crap? A typical politician. He is a politician through and through. My God, to be this bad and this, this cynical at his young age is appalling. This guy needs to go, Florida. Goodbye. You can call him Cuban in name only. 
After his news conference outside the store, Silver yelled a question at the departing Rubio, who did not answer. A so-called dreamer, the young undocumented immigrant, illegal alien, has benefited from Obama's actions. Her father remains in danger of deportation, however. They should both be deported immediately. You know what I love when they come out and say, I'm an illegal alien, ha ha, there's nothing you can do about it. You're a citizen, arrest them. Do a citizen arrest. You have the right. I don't know if the cops will like it or not, but you have the right to do it. Uh, but this this nonsense of thumbing their nose at us and laughing at us, I could do. I could not put up with that in person. That guy would be faced. I'm telling you right now, if he's lucky. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the dreamer. I, see, he's he's doing press conferences. Silver guy. He's a legal alien. He's he's a criminal, and he's laughing at us. We're doing nothing about. It. We deserve to stay here. Why? You don't deserve squat. You weren't born here. You didn't come here legally. You don't deserve to be here. Period. Yes, and sometimes you do get the benefit of just where you're born. What can we tell our parents who are going to be deported? She asked. Most of those who came to be Rubio were supporters who want him to run for president or think he's a top prospect. You got my vote, Senator, said Bernie Fratto, who said he liked Rubio's vision of the, for his country, for the country. I think he has political savvy and leadership that could guide this country. He's a good man. Sa- political savvy. That's not a good thing. That means you're a criminal. You're, you're a crooked, lying political machine. That's what savvy means. We just smart enough to know who's who, what's what, and what to say to who and out whom. And now, and now, and now, you know? The secret handshake and all that. So, yeah, he's a good man. So, by whose standards, sir? Lynn Clark said she still is vetting potential GOP White House hopefuls, but likes what she sees in Rubio. Oh, good, you vote for him. She also attended a recent event with U.S. Senator Rand Paul, Republican Kentucky, another potential candidate. I don't think I can vote for him either. He's no Ron Paul. I'm ready for anybody who's a true conservative, said Clark, a registered Republican who supports Tea Party ideas. I, well, if he only supports Tea Party ideas, which sounds like, well, some, but not all, then he's not a conservative. Like him, I like what he has to say about immigration. Tom Liswicki said simply, I think he's the one. Trust me, he's not. I think he'll bring together more people, he said. Well, he'll need to, because he'll lose the whole constitutional vote from the Republican Party. And some libertarians. The ones that know what the Constitution means and doesn't drink the Kool-Aid. I think I'll bring people together. And he doesn't like how Congress is so divided. We need someone who can bring us together. We need someone the whole nation can look up to. Let me explain how that works. That would be impossible. That's trying to that's trying to please all the people all the time, and that will never happen. You can you can please some of the people some of the time, but not all the people all the time. But politicians do always try, don't they? Rubio is making stops in the four early voting states, including Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. Rubio 43 is among another thing. He's 
another young person that doesn't need he hasn't lived long enough to be wise enough to do that job especially as bad it's been mucked about and he doesn't seem to have a problem with the executive actions obama's doing he doesn't think he should do it but he's not saying it's illegal unconstitutional i didn't hear those words come out of rubio why not because he's going to do the same thing when he gets in that's why he's going to make a decision soon the son of Cuban immigrants. That's right. That's why you can't be president of the United States. They said they didn't want any children of immigrants. Why is this so difficult for people? What do you think natural born means? That she was del- he was delivered during natural childbirth? It has a meaning above native born citizen and above not even born citizen, Rubio. Oh, yeah, we get back to he's going to have to reapply for his citizenship. We go back to the Constitution. We got to cross our I's and dots our T's and make sure we do everything legal. So anyway, uh, he has said he'll make a decision soon, and he's taken a leading role in addressing the issue of what to do about an estimated 11 million undocumented immigrants, illegal aliens living illegally in the United States. No, they're not undocumented immigrants living illegally. They are illegal aliens living illegally. That is their legal definition for what they are. It's in statute. They are illegal aliens. And people that come here legally, they're aliens. They're just legal aliens. Yeah, it's not outer space people. I can't believe the left thought that was a smart argument. What what are you, five? Oh, you think they're aliens like green people from outer space? (laughs) Who said that? People on the left said it all the time. Uh, during the, all my debates with them about illegal immigration. On Twitter? No. Back in the day, Susan, before Twitter was even here. Um, that's back when I was in charge of this coalition against illegal immigration. I don't get that crowd anymore because I'm not running it anymore, so they don't come after me anymore. Even though I constantly, I constantly just say they all need to go. I don't care how long it takes. Bye-bye. The law is the law. An alien is actually a very old term. Yes, it it just means not from here, basically. Oh, and it's a legal term. What do you want me to do about it? They they make law, for goodness sakes. Anyway, um, the U.S. Senate bill passed an immigration reform bill more than a year ago when Democrats were in charge, led by then-Senate Majority Leader Harry Droopy Dog Reed, Democrat Nevada, the GOP won control of the Senate in the November 4 election. The GOP-controlled House hasn't acted on the bill, with Republicans arguing the immigration system is broken but needs to be fixed by several separate pieces of legislation. Rubio said Wednesday that Congress should tackle immigration in three steps. First, improve border security to stop the flow of illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. Second, okay, Improve, it's, notice the wording. Words are important to politicians. They make their living on them. Uh, Rubio said three steps. First, improve border security. He did not say seal the border. He said improve border security. Oh, I could send 10 more security, uh, border security people down there, and I would be doing that, would I not? That would improve border security. Not enough to make a difference, but it's still an improvement, right? Never let him get away with words like this. Someone like me should sit around and be striking words out of all this legislation and make him 
retype it all out again. Uh, so first, he wants to improve border security. Second, make the immigration system more efficient and fair. If it was more efficient and fair, we wouldn't be blocking people from Western European countries and only taking poor brown people from every place else in the world. And I don't think you mean that, Rubio. Again, these are politician words. More efficient and fair, like social justice. Fair. Yeah, what's fair? Life's not fair. I remember growing up with that. Life's not fair. Why does government keep trying to make it fair? Notice when government makes it fair, it's patently unfair. Yeah. All right. uh, And third, deal with undocumented immigrants living in the U.S. now by letting them stay here if they apply for legal status and work permits and pay fines as they go back in line to process that could take years. Again, he's he's going right back to the bill that he wanted in first place, and it's the same language that he took from the damn bill that we said no! No amnesty. None. We're not even going to talk about it until you have secured the border. None proved its security. I said... Make it secure. There's a difference to improving and making. And there'd be a lot of shall words in it. <laughs> anyway, see, right there, drops right back. Oh, but the, there's the amnesty again. That's been in every bill that he says he doesn't even want. He understands that people don't want. But now he understands it Tom, John McCain way. Oh, no, they want it. They just want it in separate bills. No, they, we don't want it at all. We Yes, we're loving, caring people. But I don't give a crap about people that have violated my law to come here and take jobs from Americans, and uh, I'm supposed to like it and accept it and give them citizenship. After all, citizenship is worth nothing anymore, is it? Well, that's that they're pretty much making it. That's what they're trying to do, make our citizenship worthless. And there's some people on our own side helping them by saying citizenship means you're part of a corporation. You know... You just, if they're wearing tinfoil on their heads, don't listen to them. Although pretty soon we all might be wearing tinfoil on our heads, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have mind-reading devices yet. That's Otherwise, why would they need the NSA surveillance? Oh, if they get the science, they'll be using it. There's no, no question about it. And people like Rubio will be all for it. Rubio said he doesn't agree with Obama's 2012 executive order that protected from deportation young immigrants who were brought here illegally by their parents. Um, You don't agree with it? How about it's unconstitutional, sir? For for being a Tea Party guy with constant... I haven't heard him say the C word once. He has not uttered the C word once. Why not? Because constitutionally, there's no power for the federal government over immigration. That's why. Or, more likely in his case, why learn something that nobody pays attention to anyway? He's learning how to play the game. He's going to learn how to be, quote-unquote, savvy. That's not a good word for the regular people. We don't like that savvy nonsense. We don't want you savvy. We want you rule of law. Not savvy at all. We don't care if you can speak nice to people. And manipulate them. That's not... No, rule of law. That's what we want. We don't want rule of man anymore. Rule of man sucks. 
But Rubio said it wouldn't be fair to reverse course and deport those dreamers. See? Oh, uh, but I'm against it, but I'm not going to reverse course on it. It's not fair to them. Not fair to them. How about what's fair to the United States citizenry, sir? How about you care about what's fair for us and not them? They're interlopers. Uninvited house guests. Much like the bedbugs from the illegal aliens. I actually just did an article about bedbugs. <laughs> was published oh, a couple of months ago. Oh, yay. I did. Well, because it was timely, I thought, because of the um, snowbirds. Everybody going back and forth, like from here to Florida or Arizona. And they had to go stay in these hotels that have this. And they could bring them back and not even know it for like a month. Yeah, like cockroaches. Sometimes you bring eggs back with you. Yep. Sometimes they get shipped to you in a package. But it seems the European German cockroaches, boy, we got a lot from Germany, rats and cockroaches, uh, they stayed in the Northeast there. I don't know why. They don't seem to spread. I, I, they're not out here. They weren't down south. We had uh, different kind palmetto bugs or giant cockroaches. But they're not cockroaches. But cockroaches are... It's like you can never get rid of them. There's millions of them. If you see one, there's millions of them. And they're all like millions of eggs. Well, you're bringing up a good point. All these illnesses that are coming back, it's all from the illegals. All of them. Our children are dying right now, people. Measles, pneumonia, a new kind of pneumonia, enterovirus, respiratory disease. Um, TB. No, TB that doesn't <laughs> respond to treatment. Uh, oh, Ebola. Well, he brought them from Africa, and I consider them illegal aliens. Uh, I didn't remember saying they were allowed to come here through the immigration process. Uh, and you would figure if you have Ebola, you wouldn't come here at all. I'm sorry. Taylor, the CDC, with all their specialized science gear and all our money, you go over there and mess with Ebola if you want, even though that is unconstitutional. Um, the only way around that would be to have the Navy do it. But again, I would question the use of the Navy for those purposes. But Ebola should be brought here to this continent at all. It was never here. It is now. I, I just know they're up to something. I just know it. This is, it makes no sense. There's a reason they brought these Ebola people here. There's a reason. And there's a reason that they did stop flights from Ebola countries. That's ridiculous. There's something more here. Oh, it's just because he's an African-American. He loves black people. He wants to help black people. Trust me, he's not even in charge. He did, There's not black people here. He's, he's actually more or less what the left calls black conservatives. He really does work for the white man. Because the rich people above him, the powerful people above him, aren't black. Just to be clear. So technically, we don't even, he isn't even a black president. Is Valerie Jarrett even in the country legally? I just want to know. Because she's born in Iran. She's an Iranian, and she's running the White House. We have an Iranian for president, and we're wondering why we're, we're not getting tough on Iran. Oh, gee, well, I don't know, maybe because Valerie Jarrett's Iranian. There's a lot more stuff going on here than you and I could imagine, Horatio. Uh, th th this is why it's fodder for conspiracy theory. 
We don't know so much, and that I know for sure. What I do know is the government's illegal, and it needs to be replaced with a legal government, one that adheres strictly to the United States Constitution, which is enforced by we the people that will never go to sleep again. We will remember this and stay awake and not fall asleep at the wheel again. I just love deniers. I blame myself. Other people say, I'm not to blame for this. Yes, you are. Did you stop the government? No. Not even your local government. Yes. You love all these ordinances that they put on you in your freaking counties and your cities. You've got to be kidding me. The fact that they put in an ordinance down in Butte City that you cannot, you have to have a, you have to have a Bluetooth to talk on your phone. Okay. While driving your vehicle. While driving your vehicle. And you people in Butte, with the clapping seals, said yay as they took away a little yeah. bit more of your liberty. Oh, we just, we, that's, it's dangerous. It's, I'm sorry. When did passing a law make person's behavior change? I really want to know. Pick a law and tell me how we don't have any of those criminals in this country. Pick a law. People don't. Follow laws like that because they don't like being told what to do, and inherently they know that the, the government has a right to tell them this. Oh, here's now the- they have the right to give you a ticket, and then you got to pay a ticket, and because that's the system that's set up, because we haven't taken back our local government yet, and when we do, it's going to be like no more the elastic band. Everybody must wear the elastic band on the wrist and snap it every time they think there ought to be a law. There's too many laws. We got to get rid of them. We got to repeal a bunch of laws. Clean the house. Get rid of them. Any First of all, any law not pursuant to the state or national constitution, it's not a law at all. We can just burn it. That's the easy part because most of it's going to be that. Well, it's just like the law that they repealed um, in Butte because people got up in arms about it being unconstitutional. They were telling shopkeepers and the employees of shopkeepers down in Butte that they were not allowed to have firearms in their shop. Are you freaking kidding me? This is news to me. When did this, this happen? This happened two years ago. Remember the laundry ladies were talking about it because they wanted to get a gun? Yeah. Okay. Well, they went. They the. Uh, you don't need a permit to have a firearm. No, you don't. But they And were, Butte can't make any stricter firearm laws in the state. That's, that's do I have to come after them like Helena? Because oh, no, I will. No, no. They did go after them. Oh, good. Somebody did call the NRA and went off after Butte because she was talking about the... Can't have guns. This is Butte, Montana. We can we can carry guns openly anywhere we want. But that's what I'm saying, that the citizens... Well, now what they're doing is, is they're classifying gun dealers as at-risk businesses so banks can't do business with yep, them. Yep, we reported on that a couple times, too. And this is called Operation Choke Point, to add to your repertoire... If you haven't heard of it, um, they're doing it with other things. Oh, they do did it with pot stores right out of the gate. Uh, they can't do any business with a bank. It's all cash business. They have to keep cash and product on safes on site. I mean, it's, I know we bring it. It's up dangerous. Show. That's that puts them in a lot of danger. That's a lot of money and and a lot of product to be. You know, certain criminals are going to be casing that place. I'm telling you, if they just because they haven't hit them yet, they've been casing it. They've been trying to figure out how to hit it because that's what criminals do. They find out where the money is and they go get it. Uh, but they have safes, so it'd be it's it's a little hard for your average burglar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to be a safe cracker. But uh, still, why would you not let a 
why would you not allow business do business? If we don't need banks, why don't we just get rid of them altogether? That's what I say. If we don't need them, get rid of all of them. But we do need them, don't we? We don't need this, though, this this nonsense that the government has created, which, by the way, put most banks out of business while they they told you all the bank stuff was gone. It never stopped. They, I bet they're still closing banks. They're trying to close all the small banks. All that's Almost all that's left are going to be the big bank chains, the big bankers, the ones the left and the right both despise. Anyway, where was I? Um, I need, how much time do I have to do the thing? A half an hour. To do that? We're going to do that at the top of the hour because we have to have five minutes. Okay, well, that wasn't in your card that you handed I me. Just, I just rethought, I rethought the whole thing. We have to have five minutes at the top of the hour. Yes, we do. So we can do that. Okay. Okay. But that won't make it to one particular venue. That's fine. Anyway, the senator said he does not want to repeal the latest executive action Obamanus took November the 20th. He does, what do you mean don't want to repeal? There's no repeal of executive orders. They're just notate, they're just uh, interdepartmental memorandums. And if they didn't have the department, they wouldn't have any power. Sir, which doesn't want to do anything. I'm not going to undo that. He's saying I'm running on the fact that I'm going to leave 5 billion illegal aliens legal here. If I'm elected president after this one, oh, really? Why are we? Why would we vote for this idiot if he's going to keep in place what Obama has done and build onto it? He is a progressive. He's already in it. I bet he's listed with the CFR. I bet he's already listed with the CFR. Council on Foreign Relations. Look it up. It was created by a socialist, a progressive, to teach governments how to implement progressive laws into our society. The CFR is the enemy. Anybody as a member, I don't care if they did it just for a shake and a nod and a ring, you know, uh, to get, you know, because you have to do that to get money and votes. I don't care why they did it. If they're on that list and know full, well, better know full well what it means if you're going to be president of the United States. And that means you're ineligible to serve in office, in my opinion, even as a senator. But he can't be, he's not a natural-born citizen. He's the worst of the lot when it comes to not being a natural-born natural born citizen. Uh, again, you have to be born on U.S. soil, and that could be extended by statutory law overseas uh, by two citizens. Not one, but two, and definitely not none. You know what really gets me ill? That we just went through an election, and any the only thing that anybody else can talk about is the next election. It's like we're on this horrible gerbil wheel. Enough already. I don't give a rat's ass about 2016. Let's fix our country now. Well, when we do take back the states, it will be fixed because elections will no longer have consequences. Because you have to follow the Constitution. The federal government doesn't have the right to do any of what it does domestically. So it's gone. I mean, it's problem solved, at least the national government. But, of course, if we're doing our plan, we're already in control of the state government and local governments, so we're all good. We're getting rid of a bunch of stupid, pesky laws and unnecessary property taxes and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
I, I don't want to hear one more time that I'm horrible for not wanting to have my property taxed so people's kids can go get an education, what, indoctrination. Uh, I really do have a problem with that. I don't understand how anyone thinks because I own something, you have a right to charge me for the right to own it. That's not ownership now, is it? Property taxes need to go. Find another way to fund your schools and the other nonsense you want. But but the administration is appealing the ruling, which grew out of a lawsuit filled by... I missed something, didn't I? Uh, family is a Texas judge ruled against the Obama administration this week, preventing his latest executive order from being carried out. But the administration is appealing the ruling, which grew out of a lawsuit filed by 26 states. Nevada was the last state to join the lawsuit. The Department of Homeland Security faces a shutdown of non-essential operations if Congress doesn't approve a plan by February the 27th, when funding expires. Did you hear what they said? Non-essential operations. I have no problems with that. Let's get rid of those non-essential operations. Shut I think, it down. I think everything, even if you don't understand everything's unconstitutional, that kind of makes sense, though, right? If something is non-essential, why are we paying for it? It means it's not necessary. So why are we, we're not paying for fluff up there. We don't mind we don't mind paying for the meal but desserts on you, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I can't wait till it's a shutdown because we lived without it before, we can live without it again, and since the FBI is going all over the globe teaching people at a New York City Police Department, both of which have no business overseas doing anything, what the heck do we need the Department of Homeland Security for anyway? Oh, to protect the homeland. How? How do how do they? Uh, I've seen those people, and uh, they don't look like they're protecting anybody but themselves. What do they do? Oh, they've done this, that, and the other thing. We've done this, that, and the other thing without the Department of Homeland Security. The problems in the between the CIA and the FBI and all that kind of nonsense that could have been fixed without ever having a Department of Homeland Security. Here's an idea. Let the states and we the people handle it. Yeah, if a state doesn't want all this safety and they want a lot of liberty and they don't mind an occasional bomb blowing up from a terrorist, that's their business. It's all a matter of what you want. By the way, you, it, you can never be safe. So it's all a loss of liberty for no good cause, really. You will never be safe. I don't care. How, if they take all your money that you make and that everybody makes, you still will not be safe. Here's a good example before we go on to the war on Christianity. When we lived in Denver, we had a Muzzy family move in next to us. Um, we were, uh, I was a travel nurse and we were renting a townhouse my company was paying for. And I saw suspicious activity. And this was right after 9-11. It was 2002. So I call up the local sheriffs because it was suspicious. They told me to call the FBI. I called the FBI. They didn't do a damn thing. Well, Nobody I, did anything. I talked to the FBI. They told me to contact my local law enforcement. <laughs> local law enforcement says, call the FBI. Oh, now it's probably the Department of Homeland Security, huh? All I know is I'm pretty sure that was a terrorist cell. 
Well, and when we moved here to Montana about a year later, we did hear that they did round up a terrorist cell in Denver, Colorado. Maybe it was the same one. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I thought it was pretty obvious. People moving into an apartment with no furniture, but when a moving van arrives, three cars come out of it. Bunch of young Muslims always coming together for meetings in the garage. There were strange chemical smells. That seems suspicious, does it not? Uh, And I, I said something, and I basically... I got the idea that they didn't want to hear it. They weren't going to do anything about it. Go away. That's great. That's a great way to tell your citizens how to oh, keep your eyes open. Tell us about it. But when you do, we won't actually pay any attention to you because you're just a citizen. You're not a cop. Well, this is the reason why we have to take our state and our counties and our cities back. Yep. At least every step of the way, you're getting you and your neighbors are getting more liberty. It's the best plan that's been hatched yet. I haven't heard a better one. No Mark Levin's I thought about long before my plan. Um, that that's kind of his was kind of obvious for a constitutionalist. But you got to ask yourself: just because you can do something, should you do something? And in this case, it would be no. We shouldn't because nobody knows what the Constitution is. Nobody's living under the Constitution. And my not-so-humble opinion, it's not broken. We the people are broken. We did not enforce our rule of law. Now we must fight to get it back. And it's always harder to get it back than it is to lose it and give it away. So you got a lot of work ahead of you. There's no easy solution to this. Anything that seems like a fast and quick solution, you you could just dismiss that offhand because there is no easy answers to this problem. And if and if you don't like any of them, including mine, the only thing left is a bloody revolution. And even my plan, there'll be blood, blood will be spilt, but not it won't be a bloody revolution. It won't be another civil war. All right. Um Am I supposed to be this far into the show already? I I don't remember burning through stuff quite so fast. <laughs> That's because we don't have the ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have nothing for the war in Christianity. I couldn't play it even if I wanted to. You couldn't? Oh, no. the switchboard. How I do we know play. this is even recording? I, I have no idea, no way of knowing. Oh, you know, we can take a break. We can drop the ch- and restart it. Just two separate sound files. At the top of the hour. Right. Okay. And, and hope hope that it recorded. It says it's recording. It says it's streaming. I don't know what it's doing, but... What about iHeart? We have no way of knowing. Yeah, iHeart would end up getting two separate... Okay. That's the problem. There's nothing I can do about that, though. Okay. Uh, we can do that. Well, we can't do this. <laughs> That's obvious. Yep. This is like we don't know anything. We really do need to get an app installed on one of our phones. So yeah, we're going to have to do it on mine, hon. Okay. I don't think you have enough. Have mine might not. Yeah, we're having tech, uh, technical difficulties here, folks. That's why we're talking like this. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to stretch a little bit. Not sure if I wanted to just dump, jump into the war on Christianity with only five minutes left to go. Um, you do. I do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, it's ten minutes, isn't it? Yep. 
All right, the war on Christianity from WorldNet Daily. Former Atlanta Fire Chief Kelvin Cochran filed a, lo- a federal civil rights lawsuit Wednesday against the city alleging he was wrongfully terminated simply because he holds unpopular religious views. Now, this is two black people. These are black people against black people. Okay? Everybody involved in this is black. Yeah, talking to the microphone, not my ear. Ow. Okay, Cochran wrote a devotional book geared toward Christian men in which he mentioned homosexuality in an unfavorable light. Well, the Bible doth do that. Mayor Muhammad Kasim Reed. Really? Mayor Muhammad Kasim Reed. You people trust Muzzies enough to put him in, in charge. Boy, you just don't. They want the ultimate in governance. Absolute power of the government over the people. Uh, and you as slaves. Uh, you elected him. You're like trying hard to become slaves, aren't you? He says because of Cochran's bad judgment, alleging that Cochran did not come to him for permission to write the book. Ironically, the mayor also said the Cochran book could have caused a lawsuit against the city, a clear reference to Atlanta's politically powerful LGBTQ community, some of whom serve within Reed's own administration. Let's stop trying to make this about religious freedom when it's about making sure we have an environment in government where everyone can come to work, Reed told WSB-TV in Atlanta. Cochran and his lawyers say that's a false argument. The city has concocted merely as a cover for its own act of intolerance. I was fired simply because of what I believe. I could not allow this unjust act toward me to go unchallenged, and I will not be passive and leave this fight for someone else, Cochran said at a news conference Wednesday at the state capitol. Reed fired back with an angry denunciation of his former fire chief. It would take the United States Supreme Court ordering me for Kelvin Cochran to get his job back because I know I made the right decision, Reed told WSB-TV, the local ABC affiliate. No freedom of speech, no nothing, it seems, anymore. You can't believe in anything that the government doesn't want you to believe in or you are dismissed. Reed first suspended the fire chief for 30 days in November and announced that Cochran would have to complete sensitivity training in diversity and tolerance. Diversity and tolerance is what the fuzzy muzzies work off of, boy. They've been doing it for thousands of years, and we are primed for this nonsense because we've been doing it with every minority community. And now this is how they win. This is how the muzzies always win. Read the Quran. Read what they did to Medina and... They haven't changed their tactics since those days, okay? So they want to feel, oh, poor the fuzzy buzzies, oh, the poor LGBTQs. They're not even people anymore. They're letters, LGBTQs. (laughs) I I ain't going for any tolerant training and nothing. After the 30-day suspension, I was me. After the 30-day suspension, 
Breed fired Cochran, saying it had nothing to do with Cochran's religious views, but rather Cochran's judgment and lack of permission to write the book. He has to ask the mayor permission before he writes a book? Where? What country do we live in? Do you see what I'm talking about? you got to take these people out. they got to be replaced. Cochran maintains he did get permission from the city's ethics department and also sent a copy of the book to read, but never heard back from him. I'm still waiting for someone to take what I just said completely out of context. Hopefully, we don't have any of those listeners tonight. They pop up on Twitter. (laughs) Cochran filed a complaint with the Federal Equal Employment Opportunity Commission last month, a precursor to the federal lawsuit. Americans are guaranteed the freedom to live without fear of being fired because of the beliefs and thoughts said David Cortman, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, which is representing Cochran in the suit. The city of Hotlanta is not above the Constitution and federal law. In America, religious or ideological tests cannot be used to fire a public servant. Oh, it's done all the time, sir. I uh, don't understand. If if this mayor's Muslim, what does he care? Muslims hate homosexuals it's all about the tolerance button you can't play the tolerance game if you're intolerant you see they're allowed to do make these unholy alliances in the efforts of putting forth islam but once they become powerful enough well off with their heads you see what they do with homosexuals they They have a lot of fun with them yeah they throw them off buildings or they tear them apart with vehicles there's all kinds of stuff you you know you, you homosexuals out there uh Yad for a rude awakening. These people do not tolerate homosexuals. So you have it way too good now. Now you're going to set a bullseye on you with this thing, getting married, same-sex marriage. These people don't like that. They'll say they like it right up until they cut your head off. Well... Look to the Arab Spring, ladies and gentlemen, which I t- said turned into was going to turn into the Arab Winter, and it did. Uh, so look at the Arab Winter and what they did. They were teamed up with the international socialists, the communists. They were all working together, and once once they got to the point where it was time time to make the move, they turned on them. The fuzzy buzzies turned on every one of them, and they're gonna they do the same here. You got to stop. Now you're working to get your head cut off, for goodness sakes. I would say keep a low profile as a homosexual is a better way to live your life and be carefree and worry free from other people's involvement in, in said. In the United States of America, you are pampered way too much, and it, kind of, and it is not legal. But you're going to suffer for it. All the minorities are going to suffer for it. You'll see. Always comes it always comes back around to bite you in the backside. Alright. What proletariat people's revolution besides ours have ever led to liberty? Not the French Revolution. Mm, no. Keep going. Oh, the revolution that uh the political movement that brought Hitler to power? No. Uh, the revolutionary uh, Che Guevara? No. <laughs> I can keep going with this. Uh, nothing, every time this stuff goes on, communism and, and, and Islam, 
and nothing but misery comes. They promise the world, and and when you get there, you don't have anything. Nothing. The people in Cuba have nothing. They're still not going to have anything. The Obama just gave the party money to get, to buy more fancy stuff now that they couldn't buy before, and build up their military. They're not going to give the people anything more than they're giving them now. That's the that's the system in Cuba. That's the way it is. So it's only going to build up that regime and their military, which is kind of counterproductive. Don't you think? Oh, not if you want one world communism. You know, you got to have these revolutionaries south of the border rise up with the proletariat and the poor people after it's done. They're given land to farm, but they don't even know how to farm. So they just sit there, do nothing. Uh, anyway. While Reed has tried to predict the firing on the uh, technicality that Cochran did not get the proper authorization to write the book, Cochran's lawyers see that as a sham argument in light of prior comments by Reed and other officials. I respect each individual's right to have their own thoughts, beliefs, and opinions. But when you're a city employee and those thoughts, beliefs, and opinions are different from the city's, you have to check them at the door, city councilman. Alex Mann, a leader in the campaign to oust Conkren, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution in November. Wow. Really? Free speech gets checked at the door. Now, I don't know about this uh, state's constitution, but if I remember right, they all pretty much said much of the same as the federal constitution, national so I don't really understand how you're a federal employee. You got to check your opinion at the door. If you're a state employee, you got to check your opinion. The Constitution directly forbids the government from infringing on anybody's free expression of religion. It doesn't say except in government buildings. It's not in there. They would have wrote that if they wanted it in there. It's not in there. It doesn't. It doesn't say except anything. Did you notice? Because it's an absolute right. And it doesn't come from the government, so they have no say in the matter. And this guy, this guy should be recalled and pulled from office. That's so what should, should the council. So should the council. All members. of them. All of them. By all, all means. Their heads. Except I happen to know that all this area is nothing but a bunch of progs. Uh, good luck. Especially in the minority areas. Nowadays, they used to... Look, black people always used to be Republicans. That's what the Ku Klux Klan was created to fight Republicans, especially black Republicans, because of Abraham Lincoln and freeing the slaves. Now they, they've been tricked into becoming Democrats, which which actually were the KKK, and they created the Jim Crow laws, and yet they think that the Democrat Party's for the black people, when it's actually not neither party's for the black people. They're only for themselves. And i got to go to a break. It's Young Co-op and Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. If a scientist says the temperatures are up 0.01 degree, lead story around the country in every newspaper. But when somebody with decades of experience comes out and says global warming is a manufactured crisis, no one cares, and you can hear a pin drop. 
How do I know? Because that is exactly what happened last week when the founder of the Weather Channel wrote an article that began, and I quote, It is the greatest scam in history. I'm amazed, appalled, and highly offended by it. Global warming. It is a scam. But since that opinion doesn't fit nicely into the mouth of the media beast, hello NBC, uh, you probably didn't hear a word about it. Well, now you will. John Coleman is the founder of the Weather Channel. He was also the first weatherman ever on Good Morning America, and he is currently weatherman at KUSI News in uh, San Diego. Uh, John, your head about exploded with the NBC thing this week. Is that what is that was the breaking point for you? Well, I've been listening to all the global warming talk for a long time and posting material about global warming on our website. But finally, uh, the crescendo of global warming myth, nonsense, exploded in my head. Our world faces a true planetary emergency. We have tried and tried and tried to get a debate on global warming mm-hmm. with scientists on the other side. Al Gore or any of the uh, scientists behind him over at the UNIPCC, we'd love to have a debate with them, but they say, oh no, the debate is over. Yeah. Well, now there are 30,000 of us. Mm-hmm. We have 30,000 scientists, 9,000 PhDs, who have signed up to debunk global warming, mm-hmm. and uh, they still won't listen to us. Under my plan, uh, of a cap and trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. What was the turning point for you? What? Because I know that you said that you went in to look for an honest answer. You thought maybe it's real. What was the thing that stood out and you went, this is absolutely bogus? Well, when I looked at the hockey stick graph that was produced in Manning's original report, and it showed a steady line temperature through the millenniums and then a sudden rise global, I knew that that was incorrect. Yeah. I, I knew it couldn't possibly be, and I started asking experts about it, and I started digging into how that was produced, and I found out it was bogus science. It yeah. wasn't real. The numbers had been massaged. Our world faces a true planetary emergency. It's the American worker who is going to be disadvantaged in many ways because of this theory that the majority wants to impose upon the American family, which according to the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, would spike the cost of energy for the average American family of somewhere between $700 and $2,200 a year. Under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. Nobody in this country realizes that cap-and-trade is a tax, and it's a great big one. If somebody wants to build a coal-powered plant, they can. It's just that it will bankrupt them because they're going to be charged a huge sum for all that uh, greenhouse gas that's being emitted. Global warming. It is a scam. Scam. The Heritage Foundation, just last week, the Brookings Institute has also put out how many jobs are going to be lost by this. The Heritage Foundation is estimating that you're looking at anywhere from over 1.5 million jobs being lost. Uh, you're carrying it out to the end date with the, uh, the Brookings Institute's about 2.5%. Bankrupt. Scam. One in three Michigan families are behind over 30 days in their electricity bill. One in three. One in three. What this bill says is we're just not going to crush you. We know you guys can't have big fancy lobbyists and who help negotiate the bill and can discuss very complicated allocations 
of 35% that really don't mean 35% that deal with future contract purchases and the fluctuating price. They don't care. They know that they got a refrigerator that they have to have electricity to to keep their food cold and fresh for their family. They know that when their kids get on the computer, it costs them more money to do their homework. That's what they know. And they know that they just want somebody somewhere to stand up and say, hey, what about me? What about the little guy? I'm having a hard time making my house payment, and I'm, as, as the statistics show, one in three houses can't even make their electric bill payment on time. And all we're asking is give them a break, please. Lock it in and rip the knob off. Red State Talk Radio. Uncooperative Radio Show. Technical difficulties abound, but onward we shall go. Continuing on for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about firing someone for no good reason, he wrote a book without my permission. This mayor sure feels like he's, a, he's important, huh? Since when do you do anything from city government to write, oh, I need a waiver to write a book because I work for the city. Was that in his contract? I doubt it, seriously. After an investigation that included interviews with employees, the city's own investigation concluded that Cochran never discriminated against anyone, but the mayor fired him anyway, citing the need to tolerate diverse views. I want to be clear that the material in Chief Cochran's book is not representative of my personal beliefs, and neither was it represented as such, sir. It's not your book. And is inconsistent with the administration's work for to make Atlanta a more welcoming city for all citizens, Reed told USA Today last month. Code word, muzzies. But he's got to play the game for everybody or he can't play it for the muzzies, Kenny. Voted in a muzzy. They're told to lie to you. And it, they're worse than politicians. And you voted one in. He's a combination politician, Muzzy. That's just the worst. In February the 10th letter, Georgia's Republican congressional delegation called upon Reed to reinstate Cochran. The letter states that the city's action appears to violate fundamental principles of free speech and religious freedom. The only way Chief Cochran could avoid his views would be to disown his religion. Indeed, in terminating him, the city of Atlanta itself engaged in an act of discrimination and worse, did so on the basis of his religious beliefs. Cochran spoke briefly at Wednesday's press conference. To actually lose my childhood dream-come-true profession, where all of my expectations were greatly exceeded over my faith, is staggering. The very faith that caused me to get my job ultimately has cost me my job. Cochran said. We have had so many examples this particular show of reasons to take back your local governments and your states. And guess what, Brian? After this, you're going to have another example. There is no protection for us as citizens, and we, we allowed it to happen. There's no protection. 
All you got is your fellow countrymen. When they sit on the jury, that's what you got to think about. Next time you get out of jury duty, think about that. One day you might need somebody who's smart enough to get out of jury duty but decides not to. What do you want? All the dregs of society? Are those your peers? They're going to decide your fate? Who, who amongst them that's showing up at these places understands the United States Constitution or the state constitution? Oh, and by the way, um, we keep saying this about not avoiding jury duty. Brian and I actually did try to be on jury duty. Our county has decided. We are, we are <laughs> waive, we have granted a waiver for life. <laughs> they don't want us down there. We tried. Oh, I'd be, me. I'd be trouble, boy. I'll tell you what. Okay, back to this thing now. Where was I? Um, all Americans are guaranteed the freedom of actually believing and thinking in such a way that does not cost them the consequences that I have experienced in this termination. He said his Christian faith taught him to essentially abide by the golden rule, and he never treated anyone on his job with anything but respect. You know, those principles that I was taught as a kid, faith in God, education, respect for authority, and treat other people like you want to be treated, really fed my career success and my life success, he said. Cochran was named Atlanta's fire chief in 2008, serving until President Caesar Barack Obama appointed him in 2009 as U.S. Fire Administrator. In Reed's 2014 State of the City Address, the mayor recounted that he begged Cochran to return to Atlanta in 2010. Cochran agreed, and the city council unanimously confirmed him to serve again as the city's fire chief. In 2012, Fire Chief Magazine named Cochran as Fire Chief of the Year. Americans are guaranteed the freedom to live without fear of being... What is this? Uh, ...being fired because of their beliefs in their thoughts. And the city of Atlanta is not above the Constitution or the law. Constitution is the law, sir, said Cortman of ADF. In America, a religious or an ideological test cannot be used to fire a public servant. One chapter in Cochran's book, Who Told You That You Were Naked?, focused on morals and one page dealt with homosexuality, citing it as one of many sexual sins, fornication, adultery, bestiality, and pedophilia being the others. The book's title was taken from a verse in Genesis, and it was about how men can become better fathers, husbands, and leaders. One reviewer of the book on Amazon, John Gordon, who described himself as Jewish, wrote that he found it particularly helpful as a thumbnail sketch of basic Christian doctrine. It is a critically important book that should be read by everybody, particularly those who are considering the authenticity of Christianity, students, scholars, and legal professionals interested in free speech issues, and people like me who are terrified by the cultural totalitarianism that is being wrought by the progressive left and institutionalized across the United States, Gordon wrote in his review. Unlike the dozens of other cases in the last two years in which conservative Christians have lost their jobs or business due to their refusal to bow to cultural totalitarianism described above, Cochran's case received widespread coverage in the establishment media and stories on CNN, Fox, 
and New York Times, Washington Post, and all other major networks. Some conservatives referred to it as a wake-up call and a new level of audacity to fire a man over his religious beliefs. Cochran's lawyers picked up on that same Wednesday theme on Wednesday. Why do we call it Wednesday when it's Wednesday? You say that all the time. <laughs> the wonder kids don't know how to spell Wednesday. Because they spell <laughs> Wednesday. But it's Wednesday. See? I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, it's like mostly that. I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> Every American should be concerned about a government that thinks it can fire you for what you believe, said Kevin Thoreau, also on the ADF legal team representing Cochrane. If it can happen to Chief Cochran, a distinguished firefighter who had attained the highest fire service position in the United States, it can happen to anybody. Despite being completely exonerated over concerns relating to his conduct and how he treats people, the city fired him anyway, said Jeremy Tedesco, also at the ADF. And that really goes to show that they fired him uh, for one thing, and that is, he held the wrong beliefs, according to the city. The reality is that the mayor, when he suspended him without pay for 30 days, came out and said that he profoundly disagreed with and was deeply disturbed by the Chief Cochran wrote in his book. About homosexuals? He's a, the mayor's a Muslim. Aren't you upset about what's in your book? yet continued and that was the reason given for the initial suspension now sure the city has come out and said a lot of different things since then those are what we call pretexts in the law pretexts are things that you say to try and cover up the wrong things that you did and that's what the city is doing here the city of hotlanta put out a statement on wednesday with very popular in this article that wednesday <laughs> saying it would vigorously defend the suit and that its actions were both the right thing to do and fully legal. It, it wasn't the right thing to do and it wasn't legal and it's probably because the fuzzy buzzy hated the Christian. Want to bet? Oh, we're not going to go there though, are we? This can't be a hate crime, can it? Oh, I think it is. That's someone of a different faith coming after someone because of their faith. Oh, that sounds like a hate crime to me. Call out the hate crime police. Well, that's what struck me about this, because everybody involved is black. He's just a hater. You know what I'm saying? It's not even, it's, what you're saying is it Islam doesn't versus Christianity. That's exactly it. It doesn't matter what color you are, what age you are, what I gender guarantee you, you are. It wasn't the homosexuality that upset that man. It, it was the Christianity, which he finds intolerable he's an that's an infidel yeah i know they refer to him as children of the books and i also know that he's hoping to kill the children of the books uh don't be confused with one half of the crown with the other half of the crown and learn which one's supposed to come first chronologically and it'll make a lot more sense to you but i can tell you unless you want to study the religion of lucifer i suggest you don't bother with it Look, I got one thing to say to people that they, they don't believe in superstitious stuff. That's a great way to go through life because if you ever let the if you ever let them know you're around, you'll find out what everybody's talking about. Well, the keep your head down or the powers that be come after you both spiritually and 
earthly. And the two guests that Sean Hannity had on today that was quoting the quotes from the Quran, I didn't hear the whole thing, and you had left... You'd left to change the uh, oil in the generator, and the one that was saying, no, remember, you almost you stopped at the door because this guy was saying, oh, no, that's not what the Quran says. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, yes, it is, you idiot. It does. But the other gentleman that he had to counter this idiot actually at the end of the interview said to Sean, um, this gentleman who's following, thinking he's following the teachings of Muhammad, they're not even recognized as part of Islam. They're, he's teaching all love and light, and that's fine for their sect, but that's not what Islam is. Therefore, they're not recognized by people that are Muslims in, in Islam. He says, that's a fact, and you can look that up. And then he said, I'd like to uh, remind our Abraham, Abrahamic brothers and sisters. Eh. That's another pet peeve. Abrahamic, my backside. Again. Saying that Muhammad might have been of the lineage of the child that was begotten with the handmaiden uh, against God's advice, if you will. Um, that's all. That that's all they could do. But they can't even do that. There's no chain of records that could do that. But if you want to accept that, that's fine. That doesn't make it an Abrahamic religion. An Abrahamic religion must worship the God of Abraham. Allah is not the God of Abraham. It's Lucifer. But that's another story. Well, but I, I know. I'm glad that you brought it up. That's why I, I did. But he was he was referring to Sean Hannity as a Christian. Go, go out and tell your Abrahamic brothers and sisters that the Quran is really evil. So that he was uh, he ah. was saying it to Sean, but I wanted you to bring yeah, that out they, anyway. They, yeah, but they claim that it's an Abrahamic religion. It is not. They do not. We they do not worship the same God we do. Yes, I worship the God of Abraham. But this gentleman was acknowledging that Christians were an Abrahamic religion. Well, of course it is. Okay, I'm just clarifying for the folks. Jesus was a Jew. I know. You should see your eyes look kind of I don't gray. understand. Why do people not understand that? Jesus was a Jew. And Jewish people were brown. They are. Get over it. And so, black folk, you don't have to think that Christianity is not for you because it's a white man's religion. It's not a white man's religion. Jesus wasn't white. He wasn't a Caucasian. He was Jewish. He was Hebrew. A brown person. There. You happy? You beat up people. You beat up Christians on Twitter about this all the time. I don't care if he was African. He wasn't. He was. He was. He was, he was a Jew. But it, that that's irrelevant to the message. If you need skin color to identify with Jesus, go ahead. Make him black. I don't care. Does anybody care? No. As long as you follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, you're doing good. All right, so back to the Alliance Defense Fund. Another one, really? Um, the city of Atlanta put out a statement they would vigorously defend the suit. And its actions were both the right thing to do and fully legal. You just said that. I know. I want to say it again. <laughs> both things here were wrong. This is Obama talk because it's opposite talk. It was the wrong thing to do and absolutely illegal. 
I don't know how the courts will decide it. I'm just telling you the facts under proper law. They had no right to do that. This guy is an out-of-controlled fuzzy-muzzy. And if you don't think this has something to do with it, think again. Their whole lives is about Islam. Five times a day, they got to bow to Mecca, for goodness sakes, and pray. No matter where they are, no matter what they're doing. I mean, you got to constantly carry a prayer rug around with you as a muzzy. What a pain. Yeah, and he's coming at this, Brian is coming at this from being a devout Catholic. I mean, he would go to church every single day. This is before I met him. And he also was in a monastery trying to be a monk. And God never placed <laughs> this type of behavior on us, making us do this. That's why it's a cult. Yeah. Because this is what cult followers do. The whole Look, the whole purpose is to take over the world. So if you think they don't want to kill you or your or your neighbors, uh, they do. They may not want to kill outright. They might not be in them, but they do want to take over. They they want Islam to be the world, all the world, and they're promised that in their end times. See, their end times and our end times come together quite well because they're the evil part that we talk about in the Bible, and. Their time, what they what they look forward to is bloodshed and war and the world the world of fire under the conquest of Islam. This is this is what they're taught. This is what they want. This is what they believe will happen. That's why the caliphate is so important. It's one of the first steps towards the end times, where their their thing comes out of the well, whatever the twelfth imam. Call it what you want. I say it's going to be something really horrible. You see, did you see the ring? Did... <laughs> I know. It, it always reminds me of that. I swear they got ring. the idea from reading the Quran. <laughs> I bet they did. Yes, I know Thomas Jefferson had a copy of the Quran. He had a copy of lots of books. Uh, he studied. He needed to study the Quran because he had to go to war with the fuzzy muzzies, now didn't he? Yeah. So, know your enemy. Know thy enemy. They, they were all people of intellect and of... Uh, study and history and they understood that that was the way to do things we don't get that it's not in us like it was our founding that's why i love sleepy hollow i think it really does represent the difference between now and what we were at our founding how much liberty we've given up although now sleepy hollow is annoying you (laughs) well they're bound to get more commercial you know besides i don't know how much the people that write that show knows about U.S. history. I mean, it's going to be a constant problem. We got They're going to have to constantly learn U.S. history to do that show. Isn't that a great reason? The, the writers have to learn history. The progs that are writing it have to, have to learn history to write it. I think that's, that's just special myself. But let's go again to World Net Daily for a judge in Washington State. And get this. On Wednesday, have anybody kept track of all the things, all the stories we just did, and they all said Wednesday? How could every story be about Wednesday? Because Wednesday was yesterday. But every story, you don't get all the all the different stories because even if you get it on it's not it doesn't happen on Wednesday. It's when they reported it, but everything's on Wednesday. If this keeps up, 
we're in trouble. That that could be an actual tear in the fabric of reality. And it also was Ash Wednesday yesterday. Yeah, but all this happened on Wednesday again. I don't I don't remember ever reading articles back to back list and they all said the same day. I I think I don't think it's ever happened. So a judge of Washington State on yes, Wednesday authorized the personal ruin of a florist whose Christian faith prevented her from promoting a same-sex wedding and who was sued by both the state and the homosexual couple. All right, Washington State, we've had it with you. You're obviously not going to be one of the states we're taking back. I can see that. Well, I guarantee you lots of people will flee Washington State when we do for the liberty that we're going to provide. Thankfully. And again. But only the ones that want to leave Washington behind. The state is not protecting its citizens. And the state the state is helping what they consider their citizens. You don't understand. They are many means of the national government. The bureaucrats are all protective of minorities and crush the majority whenever they can. It's all fall of progs. That's why. Yes, it's a generalized statement. Obviously, not every one of them. Even in Sodom and Gomorrah, they sent the angels into Sodom by their request to go find one good man in the whole town, in the whole city, before it was destroyed. One. And they found one. And that was it. And of the one, his wife, being a woman, could not follow directions and when told not to look back, was somehow compelled to look back and turned to a pillar of salt. I found that a very telling tale in the Bible, which has proven to make sense today when it comes to women. Uh, tell them not to turn around. Go ahead. That's the first thing they're going to do. Well, that one turned to salt. Maybe the rest of you women should take any, you know, a lesson from Lot's wife, and don't just live your life contrary to what anybody tells you, or you too will end up turning into a pillar of salt. Anyway, back to this nonsense. Uh, all these people, this is part and parcel of the unconstitutional 1964 Civil Rights Act. This is all fruit of that poisonous tree that is unconstitutional no matter how good it was or you think it was it's against the law the whole thing is against the law this opens the notion that government can tell business how to run their business no you can't nothing in in real constitutional based law would allow for such a thing that freedom of association private property all these things are very important to our founders you've got to be kidding me i have to make a bake for a homosexual cake for a homosexual marriage that i i know is a sin by my own faith and to do so would be a sin i'm not going to do it why do you get to compel me how do i get to lose my business because i don't want to serve one customer i don't care if the person was a racist pig and just didn't want to serve people because they were black or how about flip it around? They don't want to serve white people. It's their restaurant. I don't care. No whites allowed. Put that on the door and I won't come in. 
You lost my business. I don't care. I'll go somewhere else. You don't get, I, I know it seems like the right thing to do, but it's not. The right thing to do is to educate people so they don't behave in such a way. But believe me, anyone who's serious about being a businessman, it's not going to say in business law and turning away a whole segment of their customer base. They will end up being out of business. The same goes with hiring. If you hire people based on their skin color instead of how good they are, well, if the people you turned away were better than the people you hired and they go work for somebody else, they're going to put you to shame because you hired a bunch of doofuses. <laughs> this is the natural way the market would have handled things if the government had stayed out of it. Yes, when it comes to all issues, government needs to be out of it. National government needs to be out of our lives completely. And yes, we can get back to that, and we will get back to that, one way or another, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, let's move along. Do I need to talk about this anymore? You do, because it has really important parts in it. Oh, okay. Sometimes you just want me to talk about the subject. The Alliance Defending Freedom confirmed that Benton County Superior Court Judge Alex Ekstrom guaranteed a summary judgment in the case against Baronel Stutzman, meaning the case will not proceed to trial. A trial had been scheduled for March the 23rd. It was Ekstrom who said last month that Stutzman personally was liable for the claims against her, placing her business assets, her home, and personal savings at risk. The judge ordered that the state and the homosexual plaintiffs each of whom filed lawsuits, would collect damages and attorney's fees from Stutzman. The message of these rulings is unmistakable. The government will bring about your personal and professional ruin if you don't help celebrate same-sex marriage, said ADF Senior Counsel Kristen Wagoner. See, again, not protecting their citizens or pitting one citizen against another. Now you got it. More power. Look, the look how they accept. No right put them that. out of business. Look how they accept that they can put them out of business for not believing the things that they want them to believe. And you think this is a good idea? Trust me on this. There come a time, no matter which side you think you're righteous on, it will come a time where you're going to be forced to do something you don't want to do by the same government. You better pay attention to history. First they came for the blanks and I said nothing. And then they came for the blanks and I said nothing. And then they came for the blanks and I said nothing. And then they came for me and there was nobody left to help. That's how it always goes down. Look what they try and do with more guns. Hunters versus people for self-protection and the defense of country and, and defense against a tyrannical national government. That's looked down on now. That's crazy people. Hunters are good. Hunting rivals are good. Everything else is evil. They, they, believe me, they've done, look what they've done over in Europe. They then, they, they'll come for your hunting gun, they'll come for your twenty two, and then they'll eventually come for your air rifle when that's all you have left. Like they did in England. Now they want it came after pointy knives. I don't even know if they passed that one. I know they wanted to because too many people in Scotland were being killed by pointy knives. See, you take guns away from people, they find something else to kill people with. You gotta you gotta catch the people that want to kill people and put them behind bars. 
or you need to educate people in a way that they don't want to go around killing people. But other than that, you just got to take them out. What show? Were we, was I watching the show with you when the woman was freaking killing people with an axe <laughs> to defend herself? I don't know if it was you or if I was at my when I was a. Uh... It doesn't sound like something I'd be watching. I don't remember what the heck was that. But, but anyway, the moral of the story was: see, anything can be a oh, weapon. Oh, the librarians! I think oh yeah, the librarians. That's right. It's like see, everything's which, a weapon. Which we're not sure is child safe any longer. Yes, we have to announce that. Definitely PG thirteen. <laughs> Just because of one thing, but still, and they they never talked. They never did stuff like that. All of a sudden, they did it. They didn't really go all there, but they did infer. It was enough. It would make <laughs> you don't like that. You don't like that. You would feel if look if you feel uncomfortable watching it with your daughter, then that's the answer. It's not appropriate. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you can't if you can't watch that without being uncomfortable by watching it with your daughter, then you shouldn't be watching it. And there's most R-rated movies are like that. Who wants to see nudity and sex while sit next to your daughter? I mean, that. that I don't want to watch that. They're sneaking it in, though. They do. This It was just a small thing, but it definitely was a, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess you have to pre-screen it. I, I It's the only episode I've seen that was a problem. And the movies were very good. I didn't see any problems in the movies at all. I, 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 any of the, the, the tongue-in-cheek kind of jokes that might have a sexual connotation, you would have to already know about sex to get the joke it's sort of like watching bugs bunny i most of you maybe not never sat down and figured it out but all those all those jokes that were funny to kids were also for adults they didn't understand them they didn't understand what bugs bunny was saying we understood that was back when cartoons were made for adults and children so that you could sit down and watch them with your children nowadays it's spongebob squarepants and i'm not only am i not sitting down and watching my kid my kid is not watching it and I don't care how long it holds its breath. Eventually, it'll pass out and breathe again. <laughs> We're actually going to do a story about SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, goodness. You didn't know. No. <laughs> it's the universe. It's it's It has a message to send. Uh, talk about... How about I get through this article? Okay. Uh, if, but let me do a quick thing. Uh, we need to get this fixed. I thought I fixed it for you. Well, I'll temporarily fix it for you because it sounds a little funny the way it ends. Uh, so I'm going to redo the commercial, but for now you have it. So we should do that. But anyway, if you don't know, Susan is a writer, and she's written a novel and a whole bunch of children's books. But one novel and three children's books are on Amazon.com for you to download and use on your Kindle, your computer, Whatever else. They, they they have a program. You don't have to have a Kindle. You download it. You can watch it on your laptop. You can read it on your laptop. You can read it on... You can read it on whatever you want. It's that simple. Just, it's seven ninety nine for a novel of over 300 pages. No pictures. And then the books. She's got The Great Green and Old, The Christmas Pigs, and The Adventures of Izzy and Coco. All have good Judeo-Christian moral values. Uh, well, not being overly religious. And it's just a good message, and it's a fun read. And also the the pictures were done by her nephew, which is autistic, just so happens to be autistic, uh, and he's really good at art. And the, and the art he did, it was just really, when you see it, it 
it's really for kids, not for adults, which I appreciated. Uh, so again, uh, the children's book is only four ninety nine. Just go to Kindle on Amazon or go to the Amazon Book Club, whatever they call it, bookstore, and do a search for Susan Francis Bonner. That's Francis with an E. Susan Francis Bonner, and all our books will come up. Don't get the hardcover, uh, the regular print book, because that was stolen from her. And uh, they have not given us any royalties, so don't give them any book purchase. Buy the buy the ebooks; They're cheaper anyway, by far. Anyway, I want to... But we used to this at the end, but it's just gotten too critical for the end to do this. Uh, we wanted to let you know that we're rebroadcast on iTunes. You can pick us up at iHeart. We're live here on Spreaker, which, by the way, you can get apps apps for anything on Spreaker if you want to listen to it off the, off your phone. They have all all the different types there. I think everyone's covered. Um, anyway, and then uh, also there's the thing you wanted to tell them about the the, the phone number they can call that uh you can listen and on your phone you we just <laughs> that's a new thing yeah we'll be announcing it next show okay i gotta put it together so anyway uh again you want to hear us live on speaker sundays and thursdays 8 p.m eastern standard time i think it says here i don't care what that says anyway you can download all our shows for free at uncooperativeradio.com and we want to Say hey to our listeners out there on our affiliates, AM 1620, KTFL, Gilbert, Arizona, FM FM 105.5, WMQL, Brevard, North Carolina, AM 1650, WJNW, Hermitage, Tennessee, AM 1680, KCTR, Terrell, Texas. All right, we got to get that in because we haven't, haven't done it in like a couple of shows now because we just, before we know it, the show's over. So back to back to this person who uh, you know you must you must serve anybody even if they're mass serial murder and they eat people you must serve them cake. Uh, the two men had no problem getting the flowers they wanted. She said they received several offers for free flowers, and the marketplace gives them plenty of options. Laws that are supposed to prohibit discrimination might sound good, but the government has begun to use these laws to hurt people to force them to conform and to silence and punish them if they don't violate their religious beliefs on marriage or anything else. Stutzman said, America would be better place if citizens respected each other's differences and the government still protected the freedom to have those differences. Instead, the government is coming after me and everything I have just because I won't live my life the way the state says I should. I just want the freedom to live and work faithfully and in according to what God says about marriage without fear of punishment. Others have the freedom to say or not say what they want to about marriage, and that's all I'm asking for as well. You know, government has no business in marriage, and what started this is, is that. Allowing government to be meddling in things that is none of their business. We need to take marriage back, and then it's no longer an issue. There's no special treatments in the federal or state level for marriage. Marriage between a man and a woman, it's a religious thing. And uh, that's the end of it. Move along. Nothing to see here. But we must do that. We must understand. We want people, believe it or not, 
to have the freedom to be bigots if they so wish to be. To have liberty, you must truly allow people to express their beliefs, no matter how stupid or hard they are, or how, how you what you think they are based on your perspective. Freedom is not about telling other people, you have to accept me. I don't have to accept you. I don't have to like you. I don't have to be friends with you. I don't have to have a beer with you. And you can kiss my backside. I don't care if the government says so. You know, I'm at the point where I seriously consider just being a racist because it's contrary to what the progs want us to be. It's just annoying. It just, I, I really, I, you just want to be contrary to everything they do. <sighs> anyway, um, there's plenty of tolerance. We've been tolerating homosexuals for quite a long time. We tolerate people living on welfare as a, as a way of life. We tolerate our religious liberties being stomped on, our civil liberties being stomped on, our unalienable rights being stomped on. And yet still, we're told... We're, we got to do more. We have to give up more. No. I say a real line in the sand here, Obaminous. When I draw a line in the damn sand, you better make sure and understand it stays there. And if you want to go ahead and erase it with your foot, go ahead. I'll chop it off. Now, that was a fictitious example. Anyway, um, Stetson said America would be better, blah, blah, blah. Instead, the government's coming after him. Uh, I just want the freedom to live and work faithfully. Robert Ingersoll sued Stutzman for acting consistently with their faith, ADF said. State Attorney General Bob Ferguson then also sued based on details he learned in news reports. When Stutzman declined to provide Ingersoll flowers, he was referred to several other willing flowers and was offered free flowers. A government that tells you that you can't say is bad enough, but a government that tells you what you must say is terrifying, said Wagner. Not only what you must say, sir, what you must do. The lesson from the court's decision is that you put your home, your family, business, and your life savings at risk by daring to defy a government mandate that forces you to promote views you believe are wrong. In a summary judgment, the judge decides the case without having witnesses testify. Ekstrom adopted Ferguson's claim that Stutzman violated the state's law against discrimination and its Consumer Protection Act. I'd like to point out something else. There's the name Ferguson again. And it has nothing to do with the Ferguson shooting. But neither did the firing of the Ferguson MSLSD host. Or this Ferguson. Wednesday in Ferguson. What the heck's going on? They said uh, Ferguson's claim that Stutzman violated the state's law against discrimination and its Consumer Protection Act. The court somehow concluded that forcing Baronelli to create expression against her will does not violate her free speech and free exercise rights under the state and federal constitutions, said ADF legal counsel Jonathan Scruggs. 
To the contrary, this really ignores the preeminent civil law of our nation, the First Amendment, which allows the state to force citizens to choose between conforming their beliefs to the state's ideology and suffering severe consequences. I think the sentence didn't go out right. To the contrary, this really ignores the preempt civil right law of our nation, the First Amendment, and allows the state to force citizens to choose between conforming the state. Oh, I see. It, to the contrary of what the ruling said, yeah, okay, it's violation of free speech. The court is violating free speech. Stutzman operated under the name Arlene's Flowers of Richland, Washington. According to the argument in the case, Washington officials believe the state's statutory protections for homosexuals, they don't say gay, they say homosexuals. I'm pointing that out right here. Homosexuals trump the Constitution's protection of religious liberty. Yeah, let's take the, uh, the twisted part of society. The super minority that delve into depraved acts and uh, let, let's say they trump religion and religious liberty. Sorry. This is not the United States of America. We do not live under the United States Constitution. We are not a free people. And we're going to find that out those that haven't been touched yet, we're going to be finding that out coming up soon if something doesn't drastically change. ADF has argued that the Flower Corporation was set up under a Washington law that protects personal assets, except in cases of knowing fraud, deception, or theft, none of which is alleged in the case. Oh, sorry, don't let the law get in the way of what the judge wants to do. It's never, It never has happened before. Judicial anarchy, ladies and gentlemen. We are in a condition of judicial anarchy and growing totalitarianism by not only the national but the local governments. Hence why we must take our states back from the school board on up. What the hell is wrong with our youth? The youths. From Wish.com. I don't know what Wish is either. Police made two arrests after a night of mayhem in Ocoee, Florida on Saturday. Been there. Authorities with the Ocoee Police Department said one juvenile was arrested on charges of battery and resisting arrest without violence. Wait a minute. Resisting arrest without violence. What the, the what kind of law is that? How could you resist arrest without violence? What does that mean? How could that be against law? I didn't do what you told me to do. That's against the law now. We got to get rid of these idiotic laws that give cops all this authority over us. Arrest without resisting arrest without violence. As a judge, I'd be going, pray tell, counselor, how does one resist arrest without violence? And if it was without violence, why would it be against the law? I'm just asking the question. 
The second teen faces a misdemeanor drug charge. Investigators said more than 200 juveniles were involved in a disturbance at the West Oaks Mall food court, and about 100 of them rushed into the AMC theater. Because of the large number of people, Ocoee police sought assistance from other law enforcement agencies. Officials said the trouble spread to nearby businesses on West Colonial Drive. The incident ended about midnight, and police said no injuries were reported. Drugs and a stolen car were found during the investigation. Why aren't I hearing anything of importance here? Why were they doing this? How could you get a hundred of them together? Were these black people, white people, mixed people? Were they there to protest something specific? These these mall attacks have all been done by blacks throughout the country, uh, a.k.a. Ferguson. They've all jumped on that bandwagon that nobody's reporting to, and malls has been the place they've been targeting. And guess what? They probably did all this through social media to get them all together. Well, How do you get a hundred freaking kids together? And what are they doing out this Susan, time of night? Susan, come on, get with it. It's called a flash mob. And this is other people organizing for poor black people. Anyway, they're not going to tell you they were black youths. They're not going to tell you they were there because of Ferguson. They're not going to tell you anything. But there's a reason they did what they did. They just didn't, like, decide to all prank at the same time. It was a flash mob. and had a point. And And if they were black, and I bet they are, this is AKA. This is all started from Ferguson. And it has been all over the country, and nobody's reporting on it. This has been going on regularly. They're demand, uh, black people across the country demanding justice by taking away liberties of other people. Officials said the trouble spread to the nearby West Colonial Drive. One incident ended about midnight, and police said no injuries were reported. Drugs and a stolen car were found during the investigation. Meanwhile, investigators said the teens moved across Colonial Drive and gathered at a nearby gas station. A whole bunch of kids came in the store and just started stealing stuff, Witness Taylor Davis said. They were just taking everything out of the store, and then the kids were just trying to fight the owner, and everybody was just trying to fight. Our main concern is this. These are middle and high school kids going to a public movie theater, some armed with guns, some firing guns, and some fighting in the parking lot, disturbing everyone else there. Not only that, but putting them in danger with the violence they're creating. Orange County Sheriff's Office Lieutenant Paul Hopkins said. It's supposed to be officer, I think. Sheriff Officers Lieutenant Paul. Sounds kind of weird. Investigators said they were able to get the teens under control. They contacted parents who came to pick them up. From WXYZ.com, moving right along. Uh, this we've been reporting flash mobs for a while now, and they haven't stopped happening, and this is still happening. And I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop to where it's important enough where Abominus's ilk wants to declare martial law. But this is uh, this is just mob mentality. This is what democracies do. The mob rules. Whatever the mob wants, the mob gets. That's a democracy. That's why we're not one. Well, actually, we are not now. We're a representative democracy now, and that's being generous. Anyway, 
They're going to just say Utes like they do over in Europe. They've learned from Europe. You don't say who they are because they don't want Muslims being taken out if they're Muslims. They don't want black people being taken out if they're black. They, it's just you got to not tell the people because it's for their own good. Otherwise, uh, the, uh, the rest of the blacks will get a, a backlash from what these minorities have done, minority of black people. It, it, they justify a million ways to Sunday for not telling you the news because they don't think you're savvy enough for the to hear the real story. They got to feed you what pablum that you you're used to so that you don't get too upset. From wxyz.com, really wxyz, I like that. Pittsfield Township, Michigan police say. About 100 preteens and teenagers were so unruly. Management at the Cinemark Theater Rave on Carpenter Road called for emergency assistance Saturday night. A hundred. Again, a hundred. Exactly a hundred, like it was in the last I don't know why it says parentheses rave. What, were they having a rave? I, I don't know either. That's a dance party where they do ecstasy. Officers arrived to find children 11 to 14 years old shoving and screaming outside and inside the theater where management had been trying to kick them out. Theater says the young crowd caused disruptions during the new SpongeBob movie. There's a movie. I'm sorry. People, really, you're going to sit through a movie about SpongeBob SquarePants? What the hell is going on with our kids? There are 100 kids in two separate incidents. uh, The indoctrination centers have complete control of them, Susan. They're trying to they're trying to get social justice. Some of them are just plain anarchists. Pittsville Township police say their officers were outnumbered and had to call several other nearby police agencies to help break up the unruly crowd. Yes, you know, a hundred a hundred preteens. Uh, it's still a hundred. You, you get overwhelmed. You know what I'm saying? This is extremely disturbing. Two Ann Arbor teens were cited for being disorderly. A 14-year-old girl was released to her grandparents and a 13-year-old boy released to his parents. About an hour later, dozens of teens involved in a disturbance at the movie theater started causing trouble at the Zap Zone across the street. What's a Zap Zone? We're told about 50 teens entered the Zap Zone and some began fighting each other in the bathroom as others started fights outside the establishment with other teenagers. Police again responded and broke up the crowd. But some of these teens then migrated down the road to the Miger store, where they started with more disruptive behavior. What is a Miger store? Where are these places? They're foreign to me. No serious injuries were reported. Some of the kids told police that their parents dropped them off at the movie theater so moms and dads could have a romantic evening on Valentine's Day. Yeah, right. A hundred kids. That was the reason they were there. Flash mob. Say it again. It's like the knockout game. Again, what is wrong? What is going? How many of these kids are on drugs too? Not not illegal drugs. Legal drugs. People, you're feeding our kids legal drugs that are making them crazy. They've turned the kids against their parents. What they don't understand is that turns them against authority. Now they snub their nose at authority. They don't care. They don't care if they get a police record. They don't care if they get arrested. They're going to act out the way they want to act out for whatever reason they want to act out it on. They're completely set adrift, 
and and this is why they do stupid things and end up ruining their lives. Look, you come to one of these things and things go the wrong way. You know, again, don't bring a fist to a gunfight. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Somebody there is going to be this kind of thing. There's going to be violent people there. You don't want to be around that because, you know, that has a tendency to splash out at the whole mob. When the cops show up and someone starts shooting, guess who shoots back? And believe you me, they're not that good at shots. But with 100 people in a mob, you could just point your gun in the general direction and start dropping kids. Of course, they wouldn't do that because they're kids and they're cops and they run away and wait for backup. Uh, at least I think that's what the cops would do. I don't know. But this, you know, they need to have a punishment for it. They need to have consequences for their actions. That's the problem. They never have any consequences for their actions. They have to have real consequences for what they do wrong. That's how you teach people not to do things. You know, it, you got to have this. You can you can have the carrot, but you got to have the stick. Well, there's a whole generations of children that were brought up on time out. Yeah, I'm well aware of Dr. Spock. It started in my generation. Dr. Spock was an enemy of the state. Understand that. And I mean, when I say that, I mean us, not I mean, the government. We gave our we gave our kids, well, my step, my stepkids, we gave them a timeout when they were little kids and they were animals. But our timeout was kind of not like your timeout, ladies and gentlemen. That one time when they really ruined my kitchen and ruined the living room and decided they were going to make cake all over the place with eggs and everything. It was just one room. You just made it into three. Nice try. <laughs> so what we did is we put them in a room for a timeout in chairs back to back for hours. Oh, after they cleaned up the mess. I think they're only five. Yep. They were, they were young, but they had and to learn. In my world, if timeout doesn't work... More drastic measures are coming your way because the child never wins. The child can never be allowed to win, ever. It has to understand where the authority comes from and that it has to listen to it. And if you don't teach it, it won't learn. Naturally, kids are little anarchists. You don't give them boundaries. There's no telling what they're going to do. They thrive on boundaries. You give them boundaries, they'll test them, but they'll... You'll watch. They'll, unruly will start becoming ruly. Unproductive will start becoming productive. Because they need the boundaries. you got to be consistent. That's the most important thing. Consistency. Never change your mind. Ever. And for God's sakes, don't give an 11-year-old a freaking cell phone. Or actually, a 9-year-old. Or a 5-year-old. Actually, they all need them now. In case something happens, they got to call mom and dad. And how do they do that without a cell phone? Besides, don't you want to... Track the cell phone and keep an eye on the kid at all times? You're not thinking clearly, Susan. They can yeah. have a cell phone. It's only going to call two places, 911 and me. They have those for kids. It's I just, know. That's just the has, first one that... Just has a couple buttons on it. One calls 911, one calls the parents. Yeah, that's the first phone that my niece Jackie got when she was a kid. About the only phone they need as far as I'm concerned. It can't be the end. Ah. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, i got to leave. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here!
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.